Well, here we are. It's the final My Hero thing that we have access to to review for you all. So it's probably time for me to do a little bit of housekeeping and information giving for you. And I also want to let you know that we have a bunch of new merch in the store for our new upcoming, let's say, era of the show. So I'll start with that because that's the most exciting thing. We have three new shirts and a new mug in the shop right now. We have the Stars Above t-shirt and mug. We also have two different versions of a shirt that has a logo made by Zach Russell, made to look like one of the regiments in Attack on Titan, but it's Stars Above and it's got three stars on it instead. These shirts all rule. Zach Russell is amazing as always, and you should absolutely commission them for literally anything you want to do. So that's that. I also wanted to say real quick, we do talk about this at the end of the episode, but if for some reason you don't stick around towards the end, wanted to let you know that the Attack on Titan series is going to keep appearing in this feed. You don't need to go look for another feed to subscribe to. You're going to just get the Attack on Titan episodes in here. Additionally, if you're going to watch Attack on Titan, it is pretty much available on every major streaming site. I think it's available on Netflix, Hulu, Crunchyroll, and Funimation. So there's definitely ways to watch it. And if you don't have any of those things, you could just free trial your way through it and just marathon through the series and then listen to the podcast if that suits your fancy. Also, it's time to give some Patreon shoutouts. So here's the Patreon shoutouts. Patreon shoutouts for this episode include Emily Lyon, Jet Set Spy, Pillnock, Nancy Konek, Nene12715, Nick Potter, Phantom23, Regina Mia, Spence, and Stephen Mayfield. And a very warm welcome to Denny and Kyle, new Silver Skull tier members. Thank you so much. So I believe that's it. Next episode is going to be our Pallet Town Cleanser with Pokemon I Choose You. Then it is full steam onto Attack on Titan. Pun absolutely intended. So it's going to be wild, you guys. All right, here's the episode. Welcome to The Big Three, the show that recaps My Hero Academia episode by episode, movie by movie, and delves into themes, trivia, and more. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. I'm your host, Jessica Howard. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. Yay! Yay. We are at the last available My Hero thing we can do without being like, oh, so the manga! Yeah, (laughs) I, I, I feel like me reading the manga at this point would just actively make this show worse. Totally. So. Totally. I'm just not ever going to. (laughs) (laughs) yeah no cam cannot be ahead of schedule uh at all costs because you are you are what's keeping me alive the 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 cam blind reactions of of media is what is keeping this show Mm -hmm. exciting for me more than anything else so and then we're gonna move on to attack on titan and cam and i are just both gonna be like what yeah yeah because yeah i was just gonna say because jess you uh, i talked to andrew about like so how much does jess know and he's like, we watched like halfway through season one. And I'm like, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I have been spoiled for like a few things that come later on. But I'm I'm trying to like just ostrich head in a hole myself. With it, so I have genuinely no fucking idea about almost any of it. 
I know what a Titan looks like. I know that people have cool swords and outfits and a backpack thing. Um, that's about it. Yep. It's it's just a little slice of lice, light lice. <laughs> it is a slice of lice anime. Uh, no, slice of lice is a harem anime. Thank you. I'll be over here. Today. Nice joke. You know, I never, I never like actively like was involved in a lot of anime things or like anime culture until like really until I started doing this show. And yeah. uh, but I was always around people who were. And I didn't ignore it. I just kind of took all of that information in. And that joke is what you get out of that. So congratulations. <laughs> A lifetime in the making. <laughs> um, so, hey, we're going to talk about uh, movie number two, which is not two heroes. But bro, I kept I kept thinking like, oh, two heroes. This is two heroes because. <laughs> A lot of this movie is about two heroes. Yes! I kept doing the same thing. I kept calling it two heroes, and I'm like, it should have been fucking called that. Um, but this is not a podcast about that movie. We're doing Heroes Rising, which is, despite qualms with the ending, this fucking movie whips mm-hmm. complete ass, dude. Like, One Piece tears in the theater type shit. It was so good, <laughs> I dude. thought it was great. I like the third one more. You do? Mm, yes. Okay. Um, it is. They're very close for me. Yeah. Um, and obviously, um, we haven't talked about the third one that much on this show. Um, it's not available at time of recording. And right. when it is, maybe we'll do it like right away. Maybe we'll wait yeah. until it's time to come back. Who knows? I was happy that it came out during the weird micro window in between COVID variants that I could feel comfortable going to a theater. (laughs) God, I remember that week. Yeah, right? Uh, It's like fucking fall in the Midwest. You get like three days of it, and then you're just back inside forever. It's fucked up. Yep. Um, This was was the last, I think, maybe it was one of the last movies I saw before COVID hit. I don't remember when this came out, actually. mm -hmm. Close to it, anyway, because it was midway through season four when it came out, and then... It was it was COVID lockdown time, and then the next movie I saw in theaters was Mugen Train, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then and then it was World Heroes Mission, and I haven't seen I don't think any other I haven't seen a non anime movie in the theaters in like two years at this point. <laughs> nothing else is worth it. The Eternals get fucked <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Kevin Feige got nothing on us. <laughs> so it has been a rough time trying to place this movie in our watch schedule exactly because it is it is canon. The ending does a little limp dick. <laughs> sure, it's canon at the end, but we'll get to that. But it is explicitly canon. Um, it's after the joint training arc because it's late fall and there's other factors like Tomo- Tokoyami can fucking fly. I didn't want to have that ruined for Cam. Uh, I'm going to be real with you right now would not have would not have noticed it yeah because i didn't i didn't remember until i watched it when i was when we were prepping to do this uh mm-hmm. movie when i thought it was gonna go in like i i know you also mentioned like you didn't want me to see who the doctor was would have done nothing for me um <laughs> like i whenever i whenever i like sit down to watch an anime movie that is like something 
they just like related to something like if i'm watching like a fucking pokemon movie i'm just like mm-hmm. they're gonna do things in here that are just different for the sake of being different probably and that's fine like that's the yeah. kind of mindset that i put myself in yeah. so like if he yeah. flew i'm just like they probably just thought it looked cool and it does <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine like whatever there, there are a couple of things that link into the the overall story that i'm glad that we saved it for this point um, yeah i would have been yeah. why, i would have been like why the fuck does endeavor have a scar hmm um <laughs> but like he's got a cool new uniform yeah but like everything else i would have been like i okay sure it's a movie do what you gotta do (laughs) yep um so like you know shigaraki's hand has a glove with uh the two fingers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and so it's like oh this is after i did notice toga has her jacket yes um (laughs) i'm like yeah fuck yeah okay i know where this is sort of taking place and also, I feel like whenever that movie came out, that was, like, the first time that you saw Hawks for, like, longer than a few yes. seconds. Yeah. And yes. so when I was watching that in theaters, I was like, who is this fine young gentleman? <laughs> <laughs> who is this cocksure young man? Yeah. <laughs> they gave him, I feel like in this movie, he he wasn't in it a lot, but he got more screen time than a lot of the show so far. Yeah. <laughs> cocksure would be his hero name in a Netflix oh, yeah. adaptation yeah. because he's a bird. That's in the porn parody. <laughs> oh my god um but this movie like i said came out before season four was over so things like deku's air force move or endeavor's scar it wasn't in the anime yet and like i i had read the manga and like i remember when deku's like gauntlet went and he did the the air force move a bunch of the people in the crowd were like what and i was like oh they're doing that and they start talking about how he can do multiple quirks i'm like shut shut up they don't know that yeah stop (laughs) but still like cam said it's it's brief enough so that you forget about it because fucking blue eyes white dragons in this goddamn movie um i said the same thing like literally when the dragon thing is happening i turned to andrew and i'm like audrey and i both said the same thing yeah <laughs> i love that so much um but this is explicitly canonical as there's reference to nine in the manga as well as an actual panel showing him in the manga oh, that's cool so there is a there is a lead-up manga that has a little bit of the backstory for this as well um but we literally cut to the chase right in the beginning with the League of Villains and an armored truck being chased by heroes, including Rocklock and Endeavor. I love all the like extra other heroes that are only there for like one sentence and one mm. thing. Like, yeah, I can make an electric whip and I've got bullet hands and shit. It's always so cool to just be like somebody had to design that character and all they did was get fucking punched in the face and passed out. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, we got to find some space for them and the lore and the, and like just all the world building. And then they're basically going to fucking die. Like immediately. <laughs> I just love that Rocklock is here. And when his fucking, and I don't want to blow past this, he drives a Ford Mustang, an American car. Yeah. In, in Japan, yeah. it's 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 on you know it's a Japaneseified car. It's on their side of the road and everything, and like I'm just like a red Ford Mustang yeah. for Rocklock muscle car enthusiast. Okay, <laughs> the fact that this scene takes place on like basically like a mountain road like it's like all right this is just initial d at this point just with superpowers <laughs> which hey <laughs> i'd watch the fuck out of that <laughs> yeah. eurobeat is back baby oh eurobeat God. would be a hero name um, maybe that's mine <laughs> <laughs> whoa 
But yeah, Rocklock flips his fucking car and he deadbolts it right into place. And you gotta think that the inertia of that, like, scrambled the brains of the other guy in the car. <laughs> I, I think it's a, a really cool scene. You got, like, all the trails behind the lights and stuff. It's always yeah, great. Yeah, it looks great. This whole movie looks great. Yes, it does. Um, With a couple of exceptions, but I will get into that later. Right. Compress literally says whoopsie daisy, which is very, very good. <laughs> um, oh, I love him. I love him so much. He's so fucking goofy. He's just the he's just he sucks so much, you know? He's so useful here though, too. Oh, he like yeah. busts out a fucking barricade and everything. It's great. So they surmise that info must have leaked somehow, and this is because of Hawks, because this is during the time where Hawks and Twice were hanging out doing stuff basically <laughs> looks like they're carrying some sort of dude in a fucking boba fett back to tank or whatever the fuck they almost literally run into endeavor but he takes them out with a prominence burn um and it looks like they were twice clones which is again we always say this but existentially terrifying to just be a clone and just be like no matter what i'm gonna mm. die <laughs> yeah also like fucking i don't think he knew those were twice clones that would have just killed him. Like, a lot of things in this movie, and Audrey and I talked a lot about this, we're just like, that person's fucking dead. Yeah, They are not yeah. getting up yes. from that. Yeah, especially a lot of the kids. Yes! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Todoroki just murdered a man. Todoroki murdered a man. <laughs> um, holy shit. Yeah, even more so than in the... Actually, in World Heroes Mission, Bakugo kills two people yes. explicitly, I think. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of lethal force. Yeah. <laughs> For somebody who's who's like catchphrase is die yeah yeah <laughs> uh endeavor gets to the crash site and finds hawks who wonders if what they were carting is a new type of nomu honestly sort of we get the answer real quick he's basically a test run for what the doctor is going to try to do to shigaraki his name is nine he's got a group of his own and they're going to mess up some peaceful islanders lives and he's he basically used this crash to escape since the doctor is the only one that really knew what was going on because the twice clones are fucking dead so he's not in league with the league he's just like i used them to get some fucking good boy juice yeah <laughs> now, I'm, now i'm powerful hey did you know that 80 percent of the world has quirks what <laughs> every time stuff and, like this would happen i would just point at the screen and go exposition <laughs> <laughs> yeah which like it's a movie you gotta i get it like people's dads is in here yeah and shit, if your kids you know? are into this you want to go yeah can you imagine, though, if this is, like, the first thing you watch <laughs> that has to do with My Hero? I think that this is probably the most inaccessible starting point that you could pick. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Of the three movies, this one, I think, is the worst one to be your first thing to watch. Well, it's it's like the Marvel movies, every new Avengers movie has more viewers than the previous yeah. one. And it's just like, this is some people's first one mm -hmm. how do they like it's not you know everybody knows what the fuck a spider-man is so it's not that fucking mm -hmm. hard but still it's like how do you just go into that how do you explain <laughs> Groot to anybody <laughs> you know 
I'm just yeah. thinking, though, you walk into this movie and you're like, wait, so how come these kids? I thought this was a school thing. And now they're like in yeah. charge of this island and they're and and what? And wait, how did that kid get his powers? Is that guy a mouse? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I um, anyway, cut to the aforementioned island where even though it's late fall, the southern location has given it a warmer climate. I love the animation and the extras in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like great character uh animation of just like there's a little cockatoo kid there's a little fucking fat boy that's got cockatoo hair yeah and that's so fucking good it's so good <laughs> like just a lot of aeromorphic quirks and stuff like that must be an absolute blast to just play around with design wise you know yeah yeah i'm just like i don't know what about what about this kid's a cockatoo i don't give yeah, a shit sure. why not and it makes it makes you i, I i'll mention the avengers movies again in uh, Age of Ultron, they tried this thing where you kind of follow, like, one lady that works at, like, a cafe, mm-hmm. and it's, like, her seeing all this shit happening, her getting rescued, and then her after the fact. So you have, like, a through line of what the the people are doing. But in My Hero, it's a lot easier to just be like, oh, it's Cockatoo Boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not just, like, some random blonde man or something like that. Right. That you're just like, oh, I guess he was in there earlier and said, Captain America, save us. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> this shit is fucking mad cute, though. Like, the kids have their own agency here. Mm-hmm. And they've got this shit down. Like... Mina's got Google Docs and spreadsheets yeah. open and shit. Shout out. Aoyama's answering phones and, like, loving it. <laughs> um, Uraraka and Hagakure are also answering phones. This this whole movie is kind of like a high-stakes beach episode, and I, I really yeah. enjoy that aspect of it. Bakugo wants to save his energy for actual villain stuff, uh, but I like the detail that he's reading a guide to the island and not just, like, Archie comics or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, in his own way, preparing mm-hmm. to do stuff. Um, which I'm sure comes in handy when he fucking zips across the entire island to fucking go give Deku a little kiss on the yeah. cheek. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It is wild, though, considering, like, the point in time in which this is happening, you know, alongside the episodes, that, like, all of these teachers, all like the this, like all of these people were like, yeah, you know what? Let's send these children to go deal with all of the all Dude. of the crime on this <sighs> island. It's a small place. It's isolated. Nothing bad could happen, right? <laughs> what could you possibly know, the go kids wrong? who have been in school for maybe a week and a half because of repeated <sighs> terrorist attacks? They know what math is, <laughs> <laughs> and also it's like known that people are like losing their powers and shit and it's like you know what if we just send like 20 of the best and brightest with like really strong powers that they're still figuring out to like just be here like i (laughs) fucking why do you keep doing that adults you know (laughs) i feel like this happens a lot and they're just like all right just you'll you'll be fine yeah yeah they'll be fine There is at least an explanation for that stuff where it's like only heroes are having their their um their quirks stolen and this is kind of like a secretish thing. Um but it's still yes. Yeah. How are you how are you just sending children to a place where it's possible to drown at all? <laughs> yeah. I just I just don't like it, a lot of that doesn't really like line up reasoning wise for me oh, no. just no, because no, no. like, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, they're not full heroes, but also they're basically at the top of the fucking League of Villains hit list. Yeah. Like all of them are like, yeah, how many yeah. times have these children been involved? In- right. <laughs> I, 
I don't know. At the very least, it's like your son fucking like Bakugo's been kidnapped. Like Todoroki is the son of Endeavor. Mm-hmm. Like, y- like you have all these. Tokoyami's like, with Hawks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. So yeah, I don't know. No. You think that like I kind of wish that they would have explained it away. Like even though it's like a like it's a stupid whatever thing mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. oh they have a chaperone but like oh no the chaperone was incapacitated immediately. Sure. Yeah. You know something like that. Yeah, it would have been cool if if the if the old hero was there and got taken out or yeah, something totally. like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, even if it was kind of like a, a lame ass like you know whatever yeah. sort of sort of right. chaperone who wasn't doing a good job type thing. Yeah. Um. Or was a villain the whole time or something. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But we flash back to how this all got started. As I said in a previous episode, this was something that Nezu brought up after telling the teachers to assign kids to agencies to prepare for what we now know is the upcoming war arc. And this is kind of in preparation for that, um, because they know about the Paranormal Liberation Front at this point. And so the kids don't, but the Hero Safety Commission does, and they're like, you got to... uh, we got to get these kids swole so that they can fight in a war. <laughs> and so that's kind of the reason why it's like, well, it's dangerous. Oh, yeah, but I love ROTC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mara from the Hero Safety Commission, always, always a treat to see that sleepy, sleepy boy love with that the big, big, man. big underbite. Yeah. He knows everything that's going on. Like I said, he's telling Nezu and All Might about the program. The kids are going to go to Nabu Island where they have no local hero due to retirement. And they're going to serve as the de facto hero agency there honing their skills in an unsupervised capacity. And it's just like we complained about like the logic of it, but it's just really cool yeah. to just see them doing their jobs yeah. and shit. And they're, they're basically just doing task rabbit for the Island. But like, I love how fucking stoked they are though. Mm-hmm. It was really great. Like Kaminari charging up that dude's tractor delightful and like the fact that that is just a recurring thing is really good (laughs) it's like why doesn't he just buy a new fucking battery (laughs) dude (laughs) no i do i absolutely love it yeah for as much as like griping on it i do love this movie and uh yeah like seeing all of the students use their powers in like these very like domestic ways is very very cute even with tenya like giving the grandma like piggyback rides right like he's an ambulance he's escape exit right Yeah. yeah honestly like villain stuff isn't really even most of what heroes do like they're helping people out in general going on patrols maybe at most you know going up against a a a robbery or a heist or something like that it's 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 very rare that the normal heroes (laughs) go up against murderers Mm -hmm. (laughs) in in the actual real world especially in japan but um yeah i'm sure there won't be any villains in this island at all no yeah it's just going to be a fun slice of life thing that honestly (laughs) slice of life would have actually been great just like give me like an hour and a half of them just like hanging out and vibing on an island i'd fucking love that i would watch that in a heartbeat we gotta find this dog right yeah (laughs) i really do want the like pikachu's vacation like summer yeah. vacation mini just just like for just my hero yeah yeah i just want to see tenya rocking a baby and singing bulbasaur to him <laughs> there should be more animated shorts before things period imo um mm. yes but yeah well and honestly uh if you're into the more like day-to-day hero stuff there is a manga called team up missions a bunch of new chapters is dropped on the shonen jump app and it's just like 
uh-oh, what if Meatball Boy and Shoji have to make soba for a hero in time for dinner? Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Fuck. That's really cute. I read those last night and I was like, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so Deku, Uraraka, and Jiro um, finally find a lost kid named Katsuma. Maharo, his big sister, faked the distress call in order to test the heroes. She's not a super big fan of them heroes because Katsuma wants to be one of them and um, that's making her life as a protective big sister with who we find out has no mother and a father who is away at work. This makes her life a little bit, a little bit difficult. We, we see this dynamic in my hero a lot of just like, I don't like heroes because they're so dangerous, yeah. but I, I, I like the dynamic. Yeah. I think you, like you need to have the people like that interjected ever so often just because like they exist. And also, so it's not just, you don't get this illusion that, oh, the only people who don't like heroes are the bad people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like cops in real life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she fucking rips Deku a new asshole, though, for not being there, like, instantly quick. Um, And he does apologize to her. He's like, you're right. I should have been here quicker. I put on a fucking inner tube and went 8% here. I should have gone 20 <laughs> whatever. But before they leave, Katsuma, who's wearing an edge shot pin, thanks Deku. I love the the choice of just randomly edge shot yeah. as the hero Hell that yeah. he likes. Because that shot rules. That's why. Edge shot's so good. It's not everybody is obsessed with All Might, which is which is good. Because, like, you know, in the DC universe, there would be somebody that's just like, yeah, Green Arrow's my guy. I just like him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just totally Superman all the time. The workday seems to be done, and the kids are relaxing when the townsfolk bring them in a bunch of food as thanks, which is good because we've seen how good Shoto is at cooking. It's not, it's not very good. That night, Deku is training and, and counting thousands of kicks that he's doing and then looking at his, <laughs> his fucking booklet. I'm like, what do you need to check? In between kick 1,634 and 1,635. What could you possibly be referencing? Buddy, I think you've got it locked down by now. <laughs> you don't have it memorized. That's on you, bud. Yeah, yeah. he looks down. Oh, okay, kick again. God. <laughs> like, what the fuck, and, man? Like, if, you're, if you're checking for, like, your, like how you're doing them like you probably figured that out probably around somewhere <laughs> maybe 800 to 900 yeah you've got you've got fucking malcolm gladwell's fucking 10,000 hours in no problem <laughs> <laughs> bakugo um shows up and reminds the audience that he's deku's rival after deku's like hey audience i got my power from a from a little from a little twink man and he's he's gonna break soon but i love him very much <laughs> <laughs> um i really wish that was the monologue now yeah <laughs> justin where you at come back <laughs> on the show <laughs> so b -b -b katsuma interrupts them saying oh villains here back on the mainland the leader of the hero safety commission is getting a briefing on some heroes whose quirks have been erased they assume it's from the hasaikai bullets but hawks is like no, I think they were stolen and not erased. We cut to the father of Maharo and Katsuma, who's on the mainland for work. Um, looks like the kids are more or less on their own. He immediately gets bopped by Tony the Tiger, and he gets knocked from his car and is approached by Nine, who steals his quirk. That scene where Chimera just rushed in and just fucking took out the car. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Every fucking, like, hit that that dude delivers, I, like, felt in my bones. 
Chimera is scary, yeah. dude. <laughs> so it looks like like the final piece of the puzzle for nine was this quirk, whatever whatever it is. So he he takes the quirk and readies up a full blast of one of his quirks, causing lightning that makes buildings fall. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Lots of people dead on that one. I am one hundred percent sure because fucking Mahiro's dad was in a fucking traffic jam at the at the beginning of that. So hell, he was fucking watching videos on his phone in traffic. Yeah, <laughs> I do love in both like the second and third movies. There's just the implication that there's just like massive deaths and catastrophe. Thousands dead. Yeah. Looks like the quirk that was stolen wasn't the right one because whatever it does doesn't work on Nine's blood type. So he's like, this is not what I needed. I'm still getting hurt by using my quirks at full blast. So that's when Jesse from Team Rocket notes that the video of uh, the kids are there. And they're like, well, quirks are hereditary. Let's fucking go find this one of his one of his children and see if he's got it. Back at the island, Deku and Bakugo arrive with Katsuma to a big fucking mantis monster in some ruins. Bakugo jumps in right away, but notes uh, there's a lack of a shadow. And so he's like, this is not even real. Um, sort of like how Kami can make illusions. Um, looks like Mahiro's quirk is making a big hologram. Or in other words, she fakes scary things to hide her own fear of weakness. Hey, Art's here. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Hi, Art. Wow, it's good to see you. Come on in. Here. <laughs> Mahiro and Katsuma escape the angry Bakugo and hide. Bakugo is like, I will kill you for this. He's <laughs> like, listen, I joke about saying I'm going to kill people. You, I will kill. <laughs> For real. He's fucking unhinged in this movie, dude. He gets the devil eye, eye situation going on. It. It's very good. It's so good. They start talking about how Katsuma uh, wants to be a hero. Mahiro says that she'd rather him be somebody even cooler than a hero. Someone like Dad, who always protects them and looks after them. And like, I don't know. After seeing the backstory with Shigaraki, where it's like, I really would have rather had my family be here for me than have mm -hmm. somebody be a hero for other people. So it's like, sure. you know, there's a running theme. Also, how successful is their dad at protecting them? Because that motherfucker was driving and watching a video call. <laughs> Think about that for a second. All right. <laughs> anyway, he seems he seems lovely. I'm sure he's great. <laughs> he seems um, like a great man. Uh, <laughs> don't text and drive, kids. Next day, Katsuma finds Deku um, as he's about to leave for patrol and apologizes for his sister's behavior. The two have a conversation about what heroes they like as Bakugo eavesdrops from the balcony and totally just ruins a perfectly good popsicle. Katsuma says that his quirk is no good for being a hero, and his sister doesn't want him to be one anyway. This makes Deku think of his mom, and I try not to cry. He asks Katsuma what kind of hero he wants to be. You know, like a typical kid, he's like, I want to beat up bad guys. And Deku nudges him in a new direction. He's like, well, I want to be a hero so that I can help people that are in trouble. And Katsuma's like, I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Deku, don't be all fucking smug, though, dropping this. Like, yeah. you didn't just find out that you had feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that was probably sort of around this time in the show, yeah. <laughs> Katsuma thanks Deku again and heads out. Um, an islander sees Deku and says, Oh, uh, be super nice to Katsuma. His mom died when he was super young, and like I said, he and Mahiro live uh, alone most of the time while Dad works. One cool detail is that, like... When Katsuma thought about Deku saying that he wants to save people in trouble, we see a spider lily plant, something that in Japan symbolizes death. So, like, 
the cinnamon topography is telling us that the death of his mom made him want to be a strong hero and also made his sister want to be protective of him, a.k.a. not want him to be a hero. So then a big old boat crashes into the yeah. harbor. Plots here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's nine chimera mummy and slice. Not the best villain names in this movie. <laughs> you know, they could have been worse. I think they could have been worse. I think flex turn is better. It could have been snatch. It could have been. Snatch. Yeah. Who was he wasn't even a villain, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Honestly, I just think of like the worst name in my hero and I'm like Snatch. It's Snatch, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I really like that Mahara when she's talking about Bakugo, she's like, "Why did he say he wants to be the number one hero? Maybe number one hero that looks like a villain." And I was like, "Oh, oh shit." <laughs> good good lore as a dunk. <laughs> Slice's quirk lets her shoot her hair like an anime porcupine, which is like the animation of it is really cool. It's it really, really looks yeah. like it's coming in in like waves and wind and stuff. It's cool. Mahiro is like, oh shit, I gotta call the agency. But communications have been taken out by Chimera. We just see the fucking building collapse and he's just like, I smoke. <laughs> and, then, and then he leaves. That design fucking rules. Like the fact <laughs> he's that he's just good. a wolf head that just is constantly smoking a cigar is so fucking cool. He looks like the guy that Pancham looked at and then decided they want to be to evolve into Pangaro. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100%. Like, yeah. Like, that. that is 100% Pancham's, like, role model of just, like, oh, I want to be a motherfucker. Like, if Platinum Games made a game about animals, he would either be the main character or the final boss and nothing else. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's per He's perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love him. Um, Hagakure, Aoyama, and Mineta run into Mummy, who is sort of like skeptic. He can control things, only his ability lets him control literally anything he wraps up. He fucking is just like, that truck is my dog now. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, dude. That's a cool quirk. It yeah. is, it's a really cool quirk. He has very cool design too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like tactical. It's yeah. like it's it's super weird. I like that like later when he gets Bakugo, he's like, I can't control living things, but you got clothes and stuff, so I'm gonna move those around. It's mm -hmm. like, oh fuck, you've done some like dirty shit yeah. in the past to people. You fucked some shit up. Yeah, this dude sucks, but like <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Bakugo shoots him in the fucking head. Bro. <laughs> Audrey and I literally the moment that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey and I literally were just like, he's dead. That man is it's, dead. He is not getting up from that. Bakugo killed him. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, there's like a level of like, I don't know, suspension of, of belief or whatever, or suspension of disbelief. Whenever mm -hmm. you are like watching like punches and kicks and stuff like that, like you can watch Dragon Ball Z and like see someone take like this fucking like... Totally. spine shattering like neck snapping hit and you're and, and they and they get back up and you're like okay but the thing with my hero is there's so many of these like bombs and explosive moves and like knife thing and, and you're just like <laughs> god yeah dude. dude mina gets fucking like needle in her ass and she screams and i'm like no yeah. <laughs> later on yeah dude like that bakugo hit though like just that just felt good you know <laughs> yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tentacle, Froppy, Tokuyami, and Tailman run into Chimera. Chimera's quirk is basically that he can 
manifest any kind of heteromorphic animal quirk. Kind of. I was really confused as to what his actual quirk is, but I'm like, ah, it's fine. He's cool. He's every woman. He's every woman. <laughs> <laughs> He's he is every animal that he he wants to be basically mm-hmm. i think there's a minimum where he's like well you're always going to be a wolf with snake dreads and like talons but you can also be and dragon <laughs> we love an identity crisis king god shout exactly. out shout out which like note that all of the heroes fighting chimera are all of the heroes that have animal stuff with them which i think is like oh i didn't even catch that Oh, Art. Wow. Good to see you again. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. Art's just over there having some free snacks. Yeah. Good for you. Tokiyami's like, I gotta go tell everybody that this shit sucks. <laughs> so Tokiyami leaves and informs the agency of the villains, um, and they split up and, and uh, head out. Um, looks like the harbor and all of the boats are fucked, so nobody can leave. Nobody can make calls. Everything is super turbo fucked right now. Meanwhile, with Mummy, um, which is like a weird talk show name or something like that, Bakugo and the gang show up. They're doing pretty well until Mummy wraps up Bakugo. Boy Squad. Boy Squad. Yeah, the men's is here. Whenever uh, whenever they were doing like the different like shots of like, here's each team that's going to go do this thing. Whenever those first three popped up, Audrey was just like, the boys. <laughs> it was so good. Back in town. My kids. <laughs> oh, God. My baby men. Yeah. <laughs> so Bakugo gets wrapped up, so they can't just fucking naval laser through him because he would he got fucking died. On the beach, Shoji goes for an, an octo blow, but he gets grabbed by Chimera and his tiny little fucking head. And Chimera gives us like a, a fucking cool line. He's like, You must have been bullied a lot with with how you look, um, looking like an animal, and I bet you resent your parents. And it's like, mm-hmm. you are projecting my guy. Yeah. But are you all right? That's (laughs) fucked, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, you need to find somebody whose quirk is therapy, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) We we need recovery girl to get those lips into your brain. (laughs) I just know though there there is there's gotta be right. There is a there is a hero that's quirk is therapy, and she is a woman, and her Mm. list of exes is terrible. Just horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Just the worst fucking people imaginable. Yeah. it's like it's like in the vein of can't stop twinkling her fucking hero name is like can't stop trying to fix them (laughs) (laughs) had a brief fling with aizawa (laughs) can't fix him (laughs) jess is like i could (laughs) let me get him (laughs) (laughs) come on coach (laughs) (laughs) just let me try Fucking Shoji did get shit for how he looked. Like, the reason he wears a mask is because he made a little girl cry when he was younger. So, yeah, he's kind of right. Back with Katsuma and Mahiro, Nine has found them and he wrecks their home, which, you know, there's probably some some keepsakes from mom there. (laughs) Not no more, though. Yeah. Dude, like, Nine is terrifying. He's a motherfucker. Yeah. He's like the motherfuckest. He, I hate him. Like he absolutely reminds me a lot of, like really, like uh, the vibe that I kept getting was like Adam and Eve from Near Automata. If either of you have played that, mm, yeah, um, yeah, just, just kind of a real motherfucker and just angry all the time. <laughs> no, I was gonna make the comment. He has real like JRPG villain. Like I'm gonna walk around with just these white pants and my long white hair and be an asshole. Mostly the long pants and the long white hair that I'm like, oh yeah, they played near. Cool. 
Yeah. Doing a lot of heavy lifting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Nine is like, hey, kid, I need your quirk. I'm not going to kill you, but I need your quirk to activate cells of bee blood. The way they mention this is a little bit confusing, but he can, and I hate that I, like, knew this, but he can activate any blood type's cells because he uses his quirk later on Deku and Bakugo. Deku has type O blood and D Bakugo has type A blood. And I only know that because I made the universal donor, universal hero joke, and that Bakugo is literally a type A personality, so he has type A blood. I just, I remember that. It's a good bit. That's really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I hate that I've just, in my head, I'm like, hey, he said it can activate B blood, but Deku and Bakugo have different blood types. I'm like, I'm actually going to, I'm going to pass myself away yeah. right now. I got to get out of yeah. here, guys. All right, we're looking for a new host, everybody. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so this is what Nine was after. Using his quirks is too much for him, and he wants the ability to uh, heal himself. So this is this is pretty cool. Uh, we see Hawks, like, on the trail of, like, what's going on, and, like, Shigaraki's, like, watching him because, again, he's gone rogue, and so Shigaraki's, like... My fucking, like, my doctor's, like, pet got out, and I gotta go figure out what the fuck is going on. He's gonna ruin our whole shit. Um, there's gonna be a trail back to the doctor, and it's not gonna be a good thing. Nine approaches the kids, but Mahiro makes an illusion that is the same guardian dog that's outside the home of the woman that told Deku to watch over Katsuma. And, like, little details like this are fucking what I live for yeah. in media, dude. Like, it doesn't have to be a big talking point. But it also tells you, yeah, man, Mahiro feels safe here because of people like that woman. And the first thing she thought of to protect her little brother with, like Deku was told to do by that lady, is make that guardian statue outside that lady's house. Like, mm -hmm. it's just like a little bit of thought goes a long way to making a world feel lived in. Yeah. Also, there is a dog, which is Boogie, my girlfriend's favorite uh yes thing yes we both pointed that out because we have seen boogie share that so much we're just like this is a fucking dog dude i love that so much that dog is perfect that dog looks like bruce but white yeah <laughs> oh that dog is oh my god we're just like that's the fucking dog dude <laughs> so i for some reason animals in my hero academia I feel like the artists take like one second to draw it and go, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and that's the end of it. <laughs> to be fair, they're right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. absolutely love, uh, like one of my favorite things in anime is whenever <laughs> artists like, like either leave something in because it is hilarious because it is so bad or they're just like, fuck it. This is like a wide shot. Who gives a shit? No detail. One of my favorite fucking things in the world. Yeah, when people just like don't have a face in the background and shit, it's always like really fun. Like there are there are Twitters that you can follow that just post like low quality background images of shit, and like my girlfriend saves all of those for reaction shots. Uh, that sounds so like good. something Boogie would do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just like Shigaraki getting shot in the yeah. background and shit. <laughs> she posted that the other day, and I fucking died laughing. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Deku saves the kids but tells them to run as he engages Nine in the woods. Nine shows that he has multiple quirks right away, just like how Deku is the ninth. Wow. Wow. Back with Mummy, Bakugo breaks out by spending, just exploding one of his own gauntlets. He uses the other gauntlet on the fucking face of Mummy. Full blast. Oh. Even, like, right after we broke out, like, the like before the blast went off, where he just fucking launched right at him and just punched mm -hmm. him in the fucking face. 
that would have killed him right there. Frontal lobe gone. <laughs> like <laughs> that dude doesn't remember shit. That yeah, that dude can't see colors anymore <laughs> or smell. Like um, the moment that happened, like Audrey and I, and I'm going to be talking a lot about like Audrey's reactions too because I thought they were yeah. really fun. Uh, like a lot, uh, Audrey and I were just like, oh, <laughs> like like the same kind of a vibe of like you get punched in the gut you're just like oh god like his spirit got sh- got like kicked in the nuts right there <laughs> like, there's no spirit left dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he got kicked out of the reincarnation cycle <laughs> mummy is dead <laughs> okay but that is like a fucking line bakugo would drop like i'm yeah. gonna kick you out of the reincarnation <laughs> cycle <laughs> you don't deserve to live i'm kicking you out of the reincarnation One million cycle percent. and Shim- like <laughs> they show him later on like in like the prison thing and i'm like nah that's a weekend at bernie's thing that dude is nothing like he's <laughs> yeah. dead you know bakugo put him there and was like okay nobody saw him in there <laughs> nobody so... say a fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> Back with Deku, Nine is using even more quirks. He's doing some fucking gentle criminal shit. He's doing some fucking, like, nail emoji laser at him. <laughs> like, Just like his lasers are like the fucking, like, wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing to man of lasers. Just like fucking... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nine is like, oh, hey, you've got, like, you just said you went to 20%, like... That seems pretty useful. I'll 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 fucking I'll have some of that. <laughs> so he goes in and is like he tries to steal it but he's like oh I can't. I don't have enough slots. Damn, almost like Deku has eight quirks in one right now oh, basically. Wow. Also, he has to willingly give up yeah. that that quirk too, right? So I just like the physical thing of like it looked like he tried to like it looked like those videos of like puppies that walk into like like screen doors and shit of <laughs> <laughs> just like oh my God. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he he he's like well fuck you then i don't give a shit he he knocks deku back to where the kids are and pierces him with a fucking laser from like the hole in his yeah. like clavicle down to like below his ribs i'm just like this boy ain't got no organs in there <laughs> yeah (laughs) thankfully like they explain like one of the doctor's uh quirks is like oh i close up wounds like so it's like okay no that's that i will buy that i will buy that because (laughs) um katsuma in japanese calls deku uh deku nichan meaning like brother and like i think that's that's super fucking cute Mm -hmm. in in english he calls him i think mr deku a lot yeah Yeah, which is also very good and very cute but him calling him bro is like oh man that's cool Mahiro panics and uses a big illusion of Deku with blood on his face, which is extremely <laughs> hilarious. And it like looked like shit too. I loved it. Yeah, it's Macy's Day parade of yeah. just like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Fucking <God>. hell. <laughs> this signals Bakugo who slides in there like me and Mount Lady's DMs. <laughs> Fucking Bakugo looks like he totally has nine beat when all of a sudden blue eyes white dragon. Turns out Bakugo is a third-rate duelist with a fourth-rate deck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, he gets bopped, dude, and, dude. and like him and Deku are beat. Throughout the whole movie, Nine just kicks the shit out of these two. That's what happens when you have nine quirks, right? Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. And, like, all of them are, like, like I, I think the only one that 
isn't an offensive one is the one where he can see what type of quirk you have. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is wild. Like we we showed that that Deku's gonna get float next, or at least try to train to get float next, right? And so it's like so it's like not all like they're all useful, but like some of them are just gonna be like like occasional use things that he can like pull out of his bag of tricks. It's not like I can light things on fire with lightning from the sky. I've got laser yeah. fingernails. I've got fucking air cushions. I've got blue eyes, white dragon. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be like that for Deku. I promise you. So nine is like, okay, I am going to get these fucking kids because I am tired of my cells exploding, which is what it looks like happens to him. Deku and Bakugo grab his fucking ankles though, which I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah plots here let's go <laughs> just then nine doubles over in pain even more um and slice shows up she's about to take katsuma when motherfucking the voice hero anima koji koda literally does anything ever <laughs> shout out he calls in a bunch of fucking birds as a distraction and the gang gets rescued by sue and uraraka love it i love I it i literally i literally yelled yes in the theater when koda <laughs> finally did something i love that I think the best part of this movie is how often they show everybody else doing things. Exactly. Exactly. In in the first movie and in the third movie, there are a lot of ex- a lot of excuses of like why everybody can't be there. Totally. Totally. But with this one, literally everybody does everything. Everybody does cool shit. Yeah. It's great. You see Mineta being cool. I know. What the fuck? I think the actually you the only person you don't see use their quirk might be Hagakure. Yeah. Uh, that night in a warehouse, because the power is out now. The power is fully out because um, Nine used lightning to fucking just be like, all right, f- shut up, everybody. <laughs> and, then, and then he fucking, so nobody's got power, um, except the kids in this uh, warehouse who have gathered up as many islanders as possible. Kaminari is charging batteries that are made by Momo. They're both working themselves to the bone, dude. This is that real hero shit. And it and it's like you see Kaminari earlier charging a battery. So even if you don't know what Kaminari's deal is, you know now. And also it's just good reincorporation, which is just a a, yeah. a film thing of just like you see something happen in a smaller effect and then you see it happen in a bigger effect. Yeah, it's a Chekhov's Kaminari, I think is the term. Che- che- um, <laughs> Chekhov's dumb piece of shit. <laughs> If you see him use his brain in the first act, it's going to go off in the third, which happens. It goes off in the second and third dog. Yeah. (laughs) That was another moment. We'll get to that. But I did definitely (laughs) cheer in the theater when that fucking happened. Oh, yeah. I do. I fucking love like dumb Kaminari's face, though, like talking about like that dog and how it's just like those like really goofy. I like two of my favorite moments i I also do like bakugo's angry faces those are also good but i love when uraraka throws up rainbows and i love when kaminari is dumb because i relate to those two like god expressions (laughs) you've never been more uraraka than than when you were pregnant now oh my god that is how i feel yeah i just because you know it's i vomit four days a week it's great hell yeah you guys are lucky that fucking Jess is doing this podcast for you guys. Everybody, everybody fucking reply or review and say, thank you, Jess. Yeah. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> Just write hate mail to my baby. 
<laughs> don't, don't really do that. Please cyberbully my unborn baby. <laughs> He's gonna like turn eighteen, and I'm gonna sit down and be like, "Okay, so like these are from before when you were born." All right, Tetsu Tetsu anime Nathan Brandt Cam Koenig Godswell. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, I think my Christ. my favorite thing about, or I think the reason that I still like the Kaminari dumb face as much as I do is because of the fact that I feel like we don't get it too often. Right. Like they don't, I feel like it would be very easy to just lean into that as a joke all the time. And they don't. And it's great. Yeah. As he gets better at his quirk, we're going to see it less and less too. Right. right? Like, I mean, ideally it'll never happen, right? Like that's what he's trying to work towards totally. is making it never happen. But it's funny when it does. <laughs> it makes it even better when you do see it. And like, especially in Japanese because he goes, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. He like mutters stuff in English, but in Japanese, he literally just says, yay. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. And like, he will in Japanese, he will interrupt himself in his own sentence. Like, he'll be like, well, we have to charge these batteries so that all of the residents of the island can yay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 love, I love my fucking dumber than a sack of bricks boy. Like, he's one of the only <laughs> anime figures I have on the wall behind me. So, <laughs> yeah, he's one of the many that I have, but I do treasure him and I, I want him to uh, I want him to have more. We need a we need a we need a Joey spinoff of my hero. That's just Kaminari. Deku and Bakugo are passed out and being healed by local doctors, but all they can do, like I said, is close up wounds, not heal broken bones. Katsuma shows up and says that he can save them and goes to work with his quirk. What a fucking good little boy. What good boy. <laughs> He's just a good little boy. Just a good, just the best of us, truly. There is, I mean, at, we are in potentially the final year or year or two of the manga coming out. I think it's going to be closer to two years, but like Horikoshi's like, I got one year of the manga left. But I'm like, you've been saying that for fucking four years, dog. <laughs> So I think it's going to be longer than that, but still, like every at the back of everybody's mind in the in the fandom is just like do a sequel series. Mm -hmm. I want to see, I want to see fucking Eri Katsuma, fucking binging balls boy mm -hmm. Koda. Like, let me see all them at UA doing some other shit, doing some fucking menial shit. Doesn't have to be fate of the world shit. Just show yeah. me, show me what the next generation does. I want to see it so fucking bad. Yeah, what's uh, what's Rody Soul up to? What's he up to? What's he got going on? You know, exactly. Exactly. What's Deku's boyfriend doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is what is old man Mineta look like? I hope I hope he gets fucking yassified. I hope <laughs> if it like, <laughs> I hope that what happens with Mineta is that he becomes better and he matures like a fine wine because he's grape boy Ooh. and he just becomes like a fucking <laughs> fucking um he would just look like a jojo character oh my god that would actually be so fucking funny yeah give me jojo Manetta actually <laughs> and he becomes he has like a hairy chest that he can also have like sticky paws from <laughs> <laughs> like he's just this absolute unit of a fucking six foot six man <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> i want i see i want him to be to be better. I want him to yeah. be better so much because just the the comedic potential of him just like, yeah, I, I went off to college and I got hot. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. <laughs> but he still has that lisp. <laughs> but he looks like the fucking crimson chin. 
Fuck you. God, that is um, all I want from this series now. I don't care uh, about yeah. the rest of it. That's it. Dude, like, even the fucking stuff earlier on in this movie that were like, all right, yeah, Mineta's excited to go help a lady, but she had mm-hmm. a boyfriend and he's upset. Like, that was still actually funny because he just wasn't being gross about it, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, when he saves the girls and, like, it ends up being Ojiro and he's, like, mad, like... That's not problematic. That's just him being like, damn it, I wanted to talk to some girls. Yeah, Mm -hmm. fucking just, if Mineta was in the entire series how he was in this movie, I would like him at all. Mm -hmm. Just... One percent is better than zero. So that's like the the line in anime that I wish people got. Yeah, is <laughs> like yeah. there's like women because it's I feel like it's always like oh like I don't know why women have such a problem with blah 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 blah. I feel like when I watch it like that, like I don't have a problem with how he was in this movie at all. I don't have a problem with guys thirsting after girls. I'm a girl who thirsts after girls. I get it. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. There's there's nothing wrong with that and like in like flirtation, but it's like. The the shit where he's like groping and saying mm-hmm. these weird things like there is a line. You got good boobs for a frog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like shit like that is just weird. It's yeah. like I don't know. So it's like I wish that anime didn't rely on like having that pervy character because mm-hmm. like so often it's like it's not even like a thirsty pervy character. It's like you have someone who like straight up doesn't respect boundaries and like assaults people. Yeah, and like yeah. that. And when you try to play that off as comedy. It's not funny. Yeah. And that's why, like, it's it's so weird to, like, I, like I've said before, I'm watching and rewatching Attack on Titan, and there's there's nothing like that in there. And it's, I mean, there, there's, like, a moment at the very beginning of one character being attracted to another character, and then that's it for, like, the rest of it. And so it's so weird to come back and see this little fucking diaper-ass Dexter's Lab little <laughs> fucking homework boy fucking just being like oh, you got good boobs for a frog <laughs> it's yep. just like i will kill you yep. does he feel those balls like in i mean like like his scalp bleeds when he pulls it yeah that's like that's what i was gonna say like i don't want to think about his little physiology anymore i think i feel like it would probably be the same kind of vibe as like pulling out hair yeah, I, I, I'd yeah. say the same thing. That's how I'd imagine it. We're like, you can't really sense from it, right? But like, if somebody yanks on it, you do. Totally. Yeah. My pullout game is strong. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck this show. <laughs> Fuck everything. Terzold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Julian, for making you make all that music for nothing. <laughs> you know, I hope that uh, Mineta doesn't get yassified because I hope by then Mineta's fucking dead. <laughs> anyway moving on well hey shinso's gotta have a slot to join the fucking hero squad somehow so what is it what's that what's that gonna look like he's got a purple look to him fucking mm-hmm. great done that's that's half of the reason why in most fix with shinso in it <laughs> mineta is gone <laughs> good there's a new great boy in town yeah, yeah. and this one's fucking lilac <laughs> So we get a little background on the villains here. That's basically a split faction of villains that want to make the world blah, 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 power, blah, blah, blah. You get it. There's nothing super deep. They're just here for this, for this exact uh, movie. And then they're not here anymore. So you have to just be like, what's their motivation? Uh, I don't know. Power or something. You know, valid. <laughs> yeah, valid. I think World Heroes Mission does a better thing with with its um, yeah. villain motivation wise. Yeah. And we'll get to that next time we do uh my hero movie but um he enrolled himself in the league's experiments to implant all for one 
um, into another person. It worked a little bit. He can hold and use nine quirks, but unfortunately his body still kind of reacts like Aoyama when he uses his quirk too much, um, where it's just like, yeah, I have this power, but if I use it too much, my body go poopy. That's why he needs Katsuma's quirk so that his pain is not a factor to him. From here, the, the movie's super straightforward. Like, not really... There's not a whole lot of benefit to me, like, talking up a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I just have, like, a lot of bullet points from here on out. And no, it's not because I ran out of time. It's literally because I was like... <laughs> you don't want to dictate every single action scene. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's it's like with the overhaul fight or the all-for-one, one-for-all fight where it's like... Let's just scream about how good anime is. Yeah. <laughs> but like, oh, the fights until in this we... movie are real good. <laughs> oh yeah, and we'll get to that in a we'll get to that in a second. But Katsuma heals Bakugo, um, and Deku and the kids come up with a plan uh, to order to lure the villains to a place to draw out a long fight and wait for the pros to receive a drone that Momo made and sent out to the mainland, which is really smart. She's like, well, I can make a drone. I like I can't make like a satellite phone, I guess. But uh, here, here we go. Hopefully, a fisherman will find it. Deku tells Katsuma that his quirk, much like Ares, is a blessing, and that he's going to make a fine hero someday, which is like heartwarming. It's very, very cute. Katsuma uh, previously wanted to be given to the villain uh, to just give give his quirk over and get everything over with, but Bakugo is like, we're not going to do that. Fucking save to win, win to save. This is fucking. It's fucking it gets hype when they're like we're not gonna let that happen to you kid i'm like yay the kids make a plan to get the villains uh to the to the ruins where the fucking mantis thing was earlier and they have like a multi-step surprise attack planned i fucking love everything that happens after this point like cam was saying like everybody gets a little moment to do something yeah so good they get more than like a little moment. They get like everybody gets like pretty good screen time. I I felt like like everybody does something cool and rad and very helpful. Yeah, it's it's almost like more effective than like the end game stuff too where yeah. it's like it's not just that they're there, it's that they're doing something useful and there are stakes. Like sure. Yeah. I know that War Machine isn't going to fucking beef it, but it's cool when he shows up. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> like, yeah. No shame <laughs> to that particular part of that movie. But exactly. Yeah. Did I was thinking about just like just kind of that during I I, I don't know I, I tweeted about this a little bit earlier that and like like female representation in my hero because this is something that like people come back to all the time mm -hmm. and also because there's this person on TikTok who I had to block because I just kept seeing his stupid videos and he was just always talking about how representation like the the female representation in all anime is like really horrible and like going off about my heroes and how it's so horrible mm -hmm. and I'm like first of all sir you are a very pale blonde white man and I need you to stop and away <laughs> you told us and like um i went to go block that guy and i already had on TikTok <laughs> because because apparently apparently he had shown up on my 40 page and i was like get fucked dude I just, and like i get it because my algorithm is so much anime shit so it's like oh yeah this is somebody mm -hmm. who makes a lot of anime videos like it's gonna pop up but like and like I don't, I don't care about people criticizing the female representation because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something here in a second that's criticizing it, right? But sure. like, just it, it just drives me fucking crazy when like there are men who criticize like even in video games or like in TV shows, whatever. That like the female portrayal of somebody in in one of those things and and like their justifications for it are so 
like they don't realize that they're being misogynistic in their and like yeah. how they're explaining it. Like I see this yeah. shit all the time with like Final Fantasy VII. It's a great one where everybody's like, oh, like Final Fantasy, like all of these games are so bad for women, and even Final Fantasy VII and ninety-seven is so bad for women because Aerith is just like the virgin and Tifa's just the whore. And it's like, no, that's saying a lot more about how Tifa is the what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nate's about to kill somebody. <laughs> What? <laughs> Cloud is the whore. <laughs> that is saying so much more about, well, well, it's like, why is her body drawn that way? Like, why does she need to be busty? Why isn't she muscular and not have boobs? And it's like, first, like, uh, I, anyway, I'm not going to get into this. But anyway, there's just like this oversimplification that turns into misogyny when some people try yeah. to explain female representation. And I think that what? that happens in my hero a lot. Also, it happens with yeah. Uraraka all the fucking time, too, mm-hmm. where like people are like, oh, mm-hmm. no, she's bad because like all she does is care about Deku and all she does like wants to do this hero work for is for money and for a boy and it's like I don't know it, it, I, it's it, so it gets really misogynistic and fucking weird feeling um yeah and so trust me was, I'm on TikTok too <laughs> yeah and so I was just like thinking about that and I was watching these parts and I just love that like my hero consistently proves that wrong and also it also proves this point that like you don't need to be doing the flashy shit to be doing the useful shit, which is yeah. like what so many of these side characters do. And not just women, like literally it's not just the women too. It's so many side characters. Like, you know, sure. Would it be cool if instead of like, like if Todoroki were a girl, like, would that be mm-hmm. kind of cool to see like one of like mm-hmm. the three that we see a lot, you know, being a woman? Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I, I could go for that. Um, but like to say that the show is one of the most sexist anime on air or whatever, because that's what some people say. And I'm just like, I don't fucking see how you get that. Um, yeah. you know, I have qualms with like the way Mineta acts towards women. Right. But that's yeah. always something that is specifically like condemned and not like, oh, yeah, no, totally. Mineta's great. Yeah. This is like everybody cheers him for doing this. Yeah, there are Mineta stands and I don't fucking understand. That. Yeah. <laughs> and like I do have some issues with like just and this is something in all media. This is is not specific to my hero in the fucking mm-hmm. slightest but women always have to be like slim or slim thick um yes. and mm-hmm. you see hardly like all of the all of the characters in my hero that are like really fucking kind of out there are like men right like you're not going to see a female fat gum even though it would make sense for Momo to do like the whole fat gum sort of thing right Audrey and I like had a big conversation about this last night about like it would have been really fucking cool if they just like leaned more on the fat gum side for her because mm-hmm. that's how her fucking quirk works, you know? But more often than not, it's like these the female characters are not like you don't really see a ton of anthro and even when you do, right? Like even Sue, I would argue like compared to some male characters that are also like animal based, like Sue is still like cute, right? Like she still retains mm. like she looks like a girl first who just like has slightly froggy qualities more so than like, Oh, like that girl's a frog, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah she, her, her friend. And we see this in an OVA. Um, she's got a friend that's just like, um, like an even more animal like spinner. Mm-hmm. Like she's just got, she's just like a fucking bearded dragon like girl. Um, yeah. and it's like, it would have been really cool if that was, you know, in the main group. Yeah, for sure. And like, so that's, that's my qualms with, you know, as far as like, I, I wish that they were afraid to kind of break out of like those conventions in media and make female characters 
that weren't and i mean also just other forms of representation in my hero would be awesome too right like because i feel like there's just a lot that's lacking like aside from just like women is scratching the surface right like there's a lot of other people who need to be included in anime also but that's like a larger issue with the industry as a whole but the thing that i take issue with is just when people cite the inaction of all the women or the incompetence of all the women and how or like how things that they do don't matter and i'm like which is the dumbest shit yeah, like, are we watching the same show? Like, because that's that's so many of the arguments is like, oh, I just feel like compared to the guys, like, they don't get to do anything. Like, they just, they don't have cool powers. They don't have cool, like, and like, and like what are you watching? Are you watching the same thing? Yeah. Uraraka is one of, like, three people that Bakugou calls by her first name. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like Uraraka, and that, that's, like, the big, like, I don't know. And that's what I was thinking of, right, when I when I started thinking of all this is, is like Mina with the acid stuff and that fight in the cave. And then you have Uraraka who's like teaming up with Saro and Mineta and doing like all this cool fucking rock stuff and like, and doing the same tactic that she used against Bakugo in the fight um, that they had. And is like showing how much stronger she's gotten since then. And like kind of that grow. I don't know. It's just cool. And like everything that they do is so helpful. Even if it, even if it's just like a, a deterrent and Momo making the drone, right? Like that shit's brilliant. And Momo ultimately is like responsible for helping save the day um, because they're using what they have. And I don't know. So it just bothers me when people jump on this train of like, Oh, they do shit. That's meaningless. And it's like, no, if anything, my hero, constantly reinforces the point that the things that you think are meaningless and the being the hero and like the small ways that you can be a hero actually add up to being incredibly fucking important yeah maybe if they uh think they're meaningless that's probably a them problem (laughs) exactly and do i i mean like there's there's a, a character in boruto named chocho and like she is like one of the only characters that is like even like even slightly beyond the like slim thick vibe of 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 uh, mm-hmm. representation of anime but even then her power up is like she becomes like a, a beautiful hot lady it's like fuck <laughs> you know yeah. and that's the thing right like i wouldn't even give a shit if we wanted to give like you know, I've, if we want to keep Momo being sexy, right, and give her the the big boobs, big thighs, big ass, like that all would make sense because guess sure. where women yeah. typically tend to gain weight, <laughs> you know. Right. But at yeah. the same time, it'd be cool if we saw her just like get a bit bigger or like it, mm-hmm. whenever she is drained of all of her lipids, because like that was one thing too. And she like makes that like little cannon thing right, and then she's, she's hunched over and she's lipids. struggling. And I'm like, girl, if all your lipids are gone, how come your titties are in my face? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know, Kaminari has the like duality joke going on too. Yeah. and like, you know, I don't know. It would just it, be cool to see it kind of bounce back and forth, right? Like, yeah, it would be I kind agree. of funny to see her go from like triple D's to like girl has A cups, and, and, yeah, and sure. like, that's just and yeah. it's like something that doesn't have to be a joke that's like sexual, right? But it could be something like where where like we see that, and it's like kind of a cool thing that she does, right? And like yeah. maybe she has an outfit that adapts to that and like mm-hmm. is more fitted. So yeah, it's just a it's a bummer just because that fat gum exists and in that fight in the hasaikai raid you see him get real small yeah from like burning all of like the fat essentially and mm-hmm. like it's basically the same thing yeah like even all might whenever he's used up yeah. his power right like shrinks back to that itty bitty form it would be so fun to see mm-hmm. you know a girl and like then you would have people who don't get 
it who would say, oh, this is like pro being really skinny when it's like, no, it would just be interesting to see like this female character who's allowed to have like a body that fits outside of like this 110 to 150 pound max, like max, range. max, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, I really hate, and we're, we're super on a tangent, right? But like, I really hate the vibe where, um, a, the criticism of female characters in anime is that they act like girls. It's like, now hold on. What are you, yes. what are yeah. you saying that you want? Like, yeah, a beach episode where they're in their fucking, you know, swimsuits, whatever, whatever. Sure. Whatever. But like, are you going to say that Hagakure liking girly things and like flashy fashion and stuff is that that's bad that shit but, annoys me so because that's what i mean by like those things that are secretly it's like yeah. you're saying that and you think you're doing something but you're actually being misogynistic when i criticize women's bodies and tastes <laughs> i'm doing it in a woke way <laughs> when you criticize women for acting like women you are first of all saying that there is a standard set of actions and things that people do that makes them a woman or woman like and you're like automatically just like like closing them in this little tiny box right and saying like oh she likes shopping that is a woman thing and that is disgraceful and like that's fucking weird and then second of all like the the thing on top of that is not only are you saying that these are woman actions you are also saying woman actions implicitly make a character bad yes (laughs) because these are less meaningful and less respectful and she should be taken seriously even though Joker makeup, we live in a society where <laughs> it is incentivized for women to be like that. And it mm-hmm. is something that women are pushed towards anyway. Mm-hmm. And so if you engage in that at all, it's like, oops, you fell for the trap where you live in a society. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, Aoyama shits his fucking pants. Uh, <laughs> 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 he uses supernova. It's a plus ultra dookie right there. Yeah. <laughs> fucking you can just tell he's just leaking dookie out of himself when he's doing it and even says as much he's like he says it and like i'm like oh okay i did i mm. this is not not good i did a poopy maybe keep that one to yourself bud uh, he can't keep it to himself it leaks out <laughs> if there was a character that needed to wear a diaper it's not it's not minna <laughs> yeah yeah momo makes these fucking giant cannons which rules she's all she's always making cannons yeah but like, what's this with her in cannons <laughs> they're effective dog they're really simple they super are yeah right no, I, I get it it's just very funny i also would love it if she just made like a gun <laughs> <laughs> have you ever played the game scribble knots yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, she okay. is scribble knots. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of because, like, I like some people will be like, "Oh, how come she's always making the same shit?" And I'm like, I don't know. Whenever I played scribble knots, if I knew that there was one thing that was in the dictionary that worked and I like knew how to use sure. it, I would use that yeah. shit all the fucking time. So. Yeah, no, I was definitely just bringing up at, bringing that up as a bit, but it does actually make perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, just okay. very funny to see, like, okay, cool, yeah, like we're doing this like cool superpower thing, and like, oh, these people have this cool high technology thing. It's like, fuck it, cannons, let's go. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, even Sarah in the uh, joint training arc, he's like, she does love her cannons, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Hey, shout um, out to Sarah here, though. I was just about to yes. get there. Um, like, shout out. Real Spider-Man shit. Shout out. Just a whole movie. Like, Sarah kind of popping off. 
I like, know. He, Making he that little like fucking, sign. He putting the fucking team on his back, dude. <laughs> I know, dude. Sarah was definitely going to be one of those heroes who's like hero rank number twenty three, but like he is some people's fucking favorite. Like and they just like, absolutely love him. And people are like, oh well, he's not top ten, but he's still twenty three. You know, Mount Lady's literally 23. <laughs> right. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's very much like that kind of vibe where, like, he's still going to be doing cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like same thing with, like, Fat Gum, right? Fat Gum is, like, in, like, the 30s or something or 50s or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, He's going to be a hero like that where it's like, yeah, he's probably not going to be edge shot where he can go in somebody's body and fucking rearrange their fucking, you know, gray matter or whatever he did to Karagiri that one time. But, God. like... He, he will show up and save people from, like, a fucking falling building or whatever. And, like, I don't know. You just know that he's going to be, like, a fucking cool, like, ladies' man guy. Because he's always, like, heh <laughs> and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and everybody, like, with the Fatgum comparison, everybody in that district fucking adores Fatgum. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Um, I, I shout out to everybody, uh, shout out to the Latinx people that watch My Hero and are like, nope, Sarah's Mexican. Sarah's Mexican. <laughs> yeah, that rules. <laughs> I think that's so fucking cool. I love that. Um, they've also done it to uh, Rhodey in, uh, sure. in, in World okay. Heroes yeah. Mission. They're like, nope, that's he's, um, he's, he's Mexican. I'm like, yeah, I love Pino. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, hell yeah. Shout out. That rules. It's it's so it's so cool whenever like they've done it to Tanjiro in, in uh Demon Slayer too of just like nope, nope, that's Tio Tanjiro. <laughs> Take uh <laughs> love it's, that. It's, it's so it's so fucking cool. Um so Saro and Uraraka use a move from the license exam now called Tape Shot Trident, where floating boulders are thrown by Sarah's tape, which whips ass, dude. So good. That would have killed anybody that's not nine. Mm-hmm exactly like that was terrifying um underground with slice she runs into mina and tokiyami who's in his total element and he's got some fucking like yeah dude holy shit i popped off I, i'm going to kill her <laughs> dude that motherfucker is ready to be in soul caliber next year <laughs> like dude dude tokiyami oh is the halfway point between bloody roar and soul caliber 100 percent, dude he had those fucking claws and i'm like okay this might be the best thing in this entire movie because we know i love my boy yes but holy fuck they gave him a weapon dog <laughs> a cool one on top of that before we keep going in the movie i do want to give a shout out to that like one shot where they're like you know getting people like inside the mountain for safety and he's using dark shadow to like show people in the right direction i'm like yeah, yeah. hell yeah that rules <laughs> everybody get over here <laughs> this fight though like like jumping ahead like a tiny tiny bit uh like i guess in the fight the part where mina throws the acid and just burns off her hair dude (laughs) jesus christ like i don't know why that felt like viscerally upsetting well it's it's like um medusa in the inhumans right where it's like you just take her hair away and it's just like does that hurt she can move it Mm. i don't know (laughs) yeah and like it's just weird to think about because like whenever she got hit by the acid like it was like very hardened and like almost crystalline but like whenever like it it just looked like her hair burned off 
Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, dude. Yeah, that ain't fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I love every fight that's happening here, like we've said. Like, Chimera gets pulled underwater and frozen, but, like, to no avail. He busts out, kicks up into some weird animal shit. Saro and Uraraka get taken out, but and uh, they retreat to a barricade made by Mineta, which was what Jess was talking about earlier. Um, Uraraka fucking plus ultra suplexes the barrier, and Saro and Mineta fucking seal the rocks on top of nine it's like god damn that's so fucking smart dude yeah um but he busts out because he's he's the main bad guy and there's yeah, no way that Mineta's the antagonist the main bad guy. Yeah. yeah no <laughs> aoyama and momo try another attack um but are taken out i love what they do here where it's like oh no we got taken out and then they come back and they're like i got one final thing and then they get fucking taken out again and you're like they're dead (laughs) (laughs) deku and bakugo join the fight here as everything gets weird and uh, but uh mahiro calls deku uh deku nikun which is like brother as well which is like oh yeah she's calling him brother now bakugo uses an x catapult with deku which is cool because we've only ever seen him throw that one fucking blade dude up against the wall. Um, whenever, whenever they grabbed hands, Audrey gasped <laughs> like, so audibly. And then every time after this on screen, she just pointed at them and said, "Boyfriends." <laughs> Audrey's so good. So Tokiyami and Mina are doing their best, but Slice hits Mina's leg with needles as she like is break dancing away, which is like. The animators understanding how different characters move is such an such a good touch that yeah. goes like miles and miles and miles for me. She fucking screams when she gets hit and like I would go as berserk as Tokoyami goes Dude, <laughs> because <laughs> like I talked about this with Audrey too. I feel like that's like the first time in the show that we see her really get hurt. Yes. Uh, yeah, which is wild. Yeah, cuz in the camp incident I think she just passes out because of the yeah. The, the gas from mm-hmm. mustard or whatever right yeah 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 no like this is the first time that we see her like get actually injured and it like hurt me i didn't like it i know and it makes it even like more emotional later when she like gives a thumbs up from the stretcher and i'm just like you do it you're, <laughs> you're so good she's so dude good. yeah <laughs> fucking tokoyami just screaming immediately after for what did he say exactly because i remember it being fucking awesome I think he says something like you vile wretch or something like that and like screams it. And I'm like, yes, dude. I I can't wait for you to start watching Attack on Titan and be like, Armin and Tokuyami are the same (laughs) character? It's so wild. It's so weird. My brain is still just like, can't. I still, it's still, I still have a hard time watching it and being like, same bitch? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Um, Anyway, back with Chimera, the guys are not faring much better. And this is until they reveal that they used Sue's poison on him. Great move great fucking move great and gross move galaxy brain shit (laughs) um then he uses dragon breath and and makes himself a big dragon final boss guy fucking pops that anchor arms ultimate let's go absolutely so back with nine saro and uraraka jump in but get fucking brutalized saro gets hit in the head with a rock dude and i'm like rest in peace you're dead now yeah i feel like it is a like in anime i feel like the one thing that you really like if somebody gets hit in the head fine if their helmet comes off they're fucked 
(laughs) (laughs) Shit, fucking, that's how goddamn Loud Cloud died. God damn it. Like, like, it's like, that's why you always leave a note, but like, that's why you (laughs) always wear a helmet. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's like, I fucking played Halo Reach at the end of that. Your glass cracks. You're fucked, dude. Like, sorry, bud. Uraka passes out and she says not yet, which is exactly what she says in the sports festival when she passes out. I'm just like, yeah, Uraka is always fighting like past character her limits. Her like, growth. Character, character growth. growth. Uh. <laughs> I love you both so much. Thank you. <laughs> Nine's time limit seems to be up because he's fucking he's shitting and farting all over the just, place, dude. Bleh. That looks uncomfortable it's like ripping his face and shit and like yeah you could see the cells explode and stuff yeah i think his main quirk is the weather one and sort of like deku using one for all 100 percent. like he'll bust his whole shit up if he uses it the kids fighting chimera make a plan to distract with recipro while Red Riot and Shoto sneak in with an ice slide, Kirishima's like, this reminds me of the Bakugo rescue. It's like, bro, let me cry about one thing yeah, at a time. Just can we, can we pace ourselves here, please? Thank you. <laughs> Kirishima does Unbreakable and gives Shoto an opening to jump in and freeze his fucking throat using the same principle as the overheating that Endeavor does, which seems just as dangerous because he yep. does it and he's not like, good. He does it and he's just like, hypothermia <laughs> bro like whenever he was like fucking freezing him and like his entire body froze over i'm like yeah he's probably good and then the crystals come out and i'm like he's dead you killed fully, him fully fucking dead yeah that is just you are a murderer like, this kills the man <laughs> there's no way that even Chimera could survive that. And Shoto is 15. <laughs> uh. Everybody is passed out, and it looks like Nine um, is the only buddy, only person left. However, he decides to fight through the pain uh, if it means that he can uh, get to Katsuma. Meanwhile, Hawks gets word from a group that found Momo's drone, um, and he heads to the island uh, while alerting other local heroes. Um, Shoji, Ojiro, and Jiro are the only ones that are left and it's just like you wicked aren't gonna be able they're to do like, this guys they're wonderful they're great they don't have a shot in hell the three heroes that aren't main characters that like if i see them trying their hardest i will cry right like yeah totally. <laughs> distortion twirling tail dance octoblow fucking shoji gets fucking moitalized here dude dude Oh. it's a good thing that his one of his things is that his arms like heal and grow back and stuff because he gets fucking lasered the house dude mm-hmm. it is like not it's not fun to look at but his whole thing is like covering up his friends with his arms yeah. and comforting them and like oh boy dude um none of this really stands up to nine's powers too much uh, but shoji is like i said the best boy ever and he's always putting his body on the line which like whips mahiro and katsuma are all alone now nine says to katsuma like Give up your fucking quirk. I'm going to kill your sister. I've got her right here. She tells him to run away, but then in a direct shot for shot reference. Oh, hello, um, episode one or two. Hello. Good to see you again. Mm, yes. Wow. Okay. So you mm. noticed this. You noticed this. Good. Good. No, it's like shot for shot. Like, it is. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hello. It's been a minute. How are you there, <laughs> plot? It's a, it's a shot for shot reference to the time Deku saved Bakugo from the sludge villain. He runs in to save her. Only this time, the heroes 
aren't just watching and going like, mm, seems pretty dangerous, actually. <laughs> There's not a fucking baseball hero that's just like, I'm grand slammed over here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking strike out or whatever the fuck. Deku and Bakugo secure the kids as Deku tells uh, Katsuma that he's amazing. Um, and Bakugo tells Mahiro, like, don't fucking worry about the future number one hero. And I'm like, that's the boyfriends, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, the Bakugo Deku stuff in this movie is so good. Mm -hmm. Nine uses lightning on them, but Kaminari absorbs the blast. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Secret Kaminari. Fuck yeah. I love that stupid fucking boy. Chekhov's idiot is here. <laughs> <laughs> God, this movie whips ass. Oh, man. It's so good. I joked about it earlier, but he really is Chekhov's idiot. <laughs> In this movie, yeah. Nine does like one final push and uses all of his quirks at once, basically making like a fucking flaming lightning tornado laser dragon force field shit final boss shit. We get the one for all lights and Deku goes 100% without the help of Aerie, so he he'd fuck himself up. Bakugo decides to put his body on the line with a howitzer as well. And it's also good to note that Deku, when he does use 100%, he uses the other arm, not the injured one. Yeah. Um, which is just like a good detail, um, even though it wouldn't have fucking mattered because this is just a movie, right? <laughs> but still. <laughs> right. But yeah, D Bakugo decides to, to do a fucking wild howitzer on him, but it's not enough. Deku and Bakugo get pinned by the dragons as Deku has an idea. A single one for all isn't enough, so what about two? Two heroes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on some sort of world heroes mission. <laughs> no. Uh, all Might could use his quirk while Deku had it, so for a brief while, they should be able to both use it. This made the theater gasp, dude. Sure. People screamed when I saw it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was people at this point like i had to actively suspend my disbelief a little right. bit yeah um because i'm like all right the show is happening it's a movie fucking whatever but i bet this is gonna be fucking tight yes it was dear reader it was <laughs> i'm here to tell you today <laughs> it it's it's so fucking hype. The reason that I think that it's so it's so cool and it makes sense for the characters to do and stuff cuz like if this was the finale, if this was like the end of My Hero Academia, you'd be like, yeah, definitely. Totally. Yeah. It had that vibe to it, honestly. Because this was the original planned ending, not oh, with wow, nine okay. and, not with nine and stuff, but sharing uh one for all was the original planned ending. Oh. Um which does the double duty of confirming to me that it's not going to be how the actual series ends in in the actual anime and manga which is which is cool because mm -hmm. it, it puts a it makes me not have a thing that i guessed right like <laughs> right but yeah no this was originally how it was going to end because you know sometimes manga don't go for 341 chapters or wherever the manga is at right now yeah not not everything is one piece Exactly. <laughs> like, so when this was planned out to be just a couple of volumes, I think the idea was that at the Kamino Ward fight, Bakugo and Deku were going to fight mm -hmm. all for one, and that was gonna be okay. that was gonna be it. Um, I'm that, so thankful yeah. that that's not where it ended. But yeah, Bakugo doesn't want to accept the help, but like All Might said, a hero has a lot to protect, and that's why he can't lose. 
a way that they can save, a way that they can win. They fucking touch hands in the way that Deku was sure that Bakugo wouldn't accept back in Kamino and the way that Bakugo rejected when they fought. Yeah. Fucking this anime is so... Did you know that hands are symbolism? <laughs> like, it's wow. so fucking good. <laughs> Not all for one or one for all, but fucking buy one, get one free, dog. Let's fucking go. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this fucking this this motherfucker got bofa. <laughs> oh my god! Well, both of these fists, motherfucker. <laughs> both of these quirks. Can we talk about how good though Bakugo looks? The the, the Ren Gokufication of. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought I thought we uh, weren't watching Demon Slayer until way later on. Um, oh fuck! It really does look very because like they get the thick outlines. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right, this. Yeah. I think I had like now that I had like seen that, I'm like that shot seems weirdly familiar. I might have seen somebody like post that somewhere, just that like screen, but like clearly didn't have an impact on me at all. But yeah. I probably was just like, oh, somebody did a really cool Demon Slayer cross my hero fan art. <laughs> Cause it, it, it's the hair entirely. Like that's yeah. absolutely what it is. Mm. But uh, just going fucking super Saiyan. Yeah. Two Audrey was shit, like, like, why did they just go super Saiyan? <laughs> Because I mean, because you've seen Deku go 100%, and that makes his hair fucking yeah. warp up. Makes their fucking irises diamonds for no reason, but I love it. Bakugo looked <laughs> fucking so cool. tight, dude. He looked mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah. Ugh. If there was anybody that would be able to handle, like, one for all, it's him, too. Like, you can tell that when he got it, he was just like... I like fucking All Might like more than Deku. I know what I'm fucking doing. Let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> I uh fucking yeah, I was like like after he did like the first hit and it shattered his arm. I'm like, okay. Uh ooh, mm -hmm. buddy. This is just gonna be us screaming about this this part, but like it's it hits so fucking hard. The the music how messy the animation looked was unbelievable. <laughs> like the bit where it was like towards the end of like the big big finale like the like super climax of the fight where it was just a blue and orange line <laughs> fuck yeah dude are you kidding me deku doing that fucking healy shit yeah! <laughs> oh that was so good it's so fucking amazing dude that i think is like I do have, like, some mild criticisms with how this movie looks a little bit. I think a lot of the CG shit looks like garbage, mm -hmm. but, like, all of the, like, hand-drawn stuff and the ending was so good, dude. Like, I yeah. thought, like, Thankfully, the CG was just kind of the sky, right? Yeah, and it was, like, the tornado stuff. I thought that yeah. didn't look good at mm -hmm. all. No. Um, but, man, dude, like... And the fucking music being basically, you say run, but sad shit, dude. Whenever, because uh, we rented this movie through YouTube, and uh, whenever we, like, search, I searched for it, like, the rest of the videos that it pulled up were just rips of this song. <laughs> Fight compilations and rips. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Something's about to happen here. Bakugo being like someone that always wins and Deku being like somebody that saves with a smile. I'm like, oh, yeah, the like dialogue back and forth shit just like broke me a little bit. Mm -hmm. I know, dude, it's that kind of shit where you cry because it's cool and you're like, I don't know why I'm crying. That is uh, my personality in a nutshell. 
Yeah, bro. I was <laughs> just thinking about Final Fantasy 14 the other day while driving, and I started crying at some cool <laughs> shit thinking about I it. Love like, that. fuck, dude. <laughs> I offered to watch this with my girlfriend last night um, in preparation for this because um, we didn't have anything going on. And I was like, well, I need to watch the movie because we decided that we're recording tomorrow. And she's like, I can't watch this right now. I can't. I will cry <laughs> I just, so much. I don't need this right now. <laughs> it was so emotionally like <laughs> she did. I did. You will cry more during the Mugen Train movie for sure. Yeah. But... Oh, God. <laughs> uh -oh. dude mugen train is the one where like our friend our mutual friend sammy was like oh i bet nathan's like exaggerating about how good it was or how much it made them cry because you know they're very excited about demon slayer right now whatever whatever they dm'd me they're like you were not exaggerating i was uh -oh. open mouth crying for the entire last half I, of that movie. I, uh -oh. demon slayer because i'd been wanting to get around to it for fucking ever anyway and the movie was out and i was like "Ooh, i really want to see the movie while it's out in theaters and while i actually can because i've heard it's really good so like i binged demon slayer the week and a half before the movie came out um and like i went into it and i think that like like binging stuff can be good but sometimes also like because you're ingesting something so quickly with like the intent of like oh i want to see it before i see this movie it almost feels like a task it's like crunch almost at that point yeah yeah, yeah. so like it takes out a little bit of the emotion which is why i actually really want to rewatch it because i still fucking loved it but i feel like it would be even better a second time at a more chill pace um yeah. but like so i watched it all and I went to the movie and I was like, I really like Demon Slayer, but I don't think that I like it as much as a lot of people do. So, like, I don't know if I'm going to be, like, sobbing. Uh, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying my uh, hardest to not be the bitch in the theater who was like, <laughs> I was dude, so bad. I, I was that bitch in the theater. Cam will be that bitch. <laughs> It was, it's, you will like audibly cry. Ralph Wiggum, haha, I'm in danger, gif. Dot <laughs> um, gif, yeah. And I don't want to uh, like get too into it or overhype it or anything, but I actually yeah. don't think that I can explain how, how and why the crying happens in that. We'll get there in like, uh, checks watch five years. Yeah, in, in probably two years we'll be doing that because we're going to do Attack on Titan next. And I, there might be some confusion for people that are listening. We're, we're, we're keeping this exact feed, right? Mm -hmm. We're uploading the, the My Hero stuff and the Attack on Titan stuff and the one Pokemon thing next time. Pokemon. And then, you know, Pokemon. I'm so fucking excited for that. The Pallet Town Cleanser, as Jess said, but mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get there. Maybe we'll cry during that one, too, for different reasons, but who knows? Well, if you don't cry, then... Uh, you just don't come back to life. Spoilers, I guess, for a movie that came out in 1996. <laughs> anyway, Bakugo's quirk is fucking wild dude. with One for All, dude. I, like, looked over at Andrew. I'm like, maybe he should just get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, example number 305, where it's just like, yeah, Bakugo should just have One for All, dog. <laughs> He's, instead of, like, explosions, it's like burning streaks through the sky and shit and like yeah melting the earth and like throwing a block of molten lava Dude. i say the boy makes molten lava whenever he was like clawing at the rock yeah. holy shit dude yeah. <laughs> oh. it's so fucking cool meanwhile deku gets the fucking healy zoomies and shit yeah and fucking Fuck, uh, man. That shit was tight as fuck. 
The two jump in for a last attack, the last smash. Sayonara, one for all, arigato. Yeah, he called it the final smash in English, and I'm like, I played that game. Which means you made the exact same joke as Andrew. Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> I mean, Andrew and I are kind of the same person, so... Dude, they, yeah, Overlap. like, yeah. Bakugo got the smash ball and used the final smash for real. Fuck, yeah. I cry every time, dog. Rebog if you cry for time. <laughs> Shit whips. So, Hawks arrives and rescues Tokiyami, which is like cool that that's his priority. I love that because, like, yeah. you know, Tokiyami was always a little bit. This is before Tokiyami knows what Hawks' deal is, and he still is like, what is your fucking deal, man? Like, I'm trying so hard here. Like, he doesn't know that he's, like, trying to save all of Japan right now. <laughs> but he really cares about Tokiyami, and I think that's really cool. Um, all Might tends to Deku. All Might parachuted in. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You saw that the parachute yeah, in the background? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. Right? <laughs> We're not fucking around here. All Might is in, like, khakis and a button-up and a tie and parachuted in. He's like, I need to go check on my children. <laughs> you gotta think about how slowly that man's gotta fall now, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or he's like a javelin. Like, maybe he just goes, like, swing and, like, <laughs> swing. I just picture it at this point, like, just dropping a piece of paper off a tall building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It'll get down there eventually. <laughs> Absolutely. He needs to go in with fat gums and be like, yeah. I need uh, somebody else to Fucking get me to terminal velocity. Flat Stanley looking ass. <laughs> Deku apologizes, but says that passing on all for one uh, or one for all to Bakugo was the only way to beat nine to save the thousand people on the island. All Might seems concerned about like what happened, but he's like, you did the most heroic thing possible. I don't regret giving this to you, Deku. You used the power correctly. You did what you were supposed to do. Yeah. You, if if you didn't do this, you'd both be dead and the power would be gone, dog. Honestly, if All Might gave him shit for it, it's like, I, at least, like, Deku knew this person longer than 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, at least Deku didn't give this guy an autograph and then the most powerful thing in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, just because this is an anime movie, though, uh, One for All returns to Deku, and I'm sure that this is the complaint that Deku, or that, that Deku has, oh. that Jess has, and I, I totally so, get it. Here's the thing, right? Okay, so I have, like, I mean, obviously you have to set things back to, like, the status quo that they are in, in, in like, the anime. So, like, right. that makes complete sense. But I do have such qualms with, like, how they explained stuff away, because I hate the whole, like, the magic of the power like yeah. kept it in in Deku's body. Okay. I'm like, so why right. did you have to say that it was a miracle? Yeah. Why couldn't you just leave it at like I don't know, like you could have said that Bakugo willed it back to him. Exactly. You That's what I was thinking because Bakugo's whole thing is that he wants to beat Deku in a fight and he yeah. can't if he doesn't have a quirk. His quirk factor rejected it. Whatever. Yeah. Here is like my whole thing is it's like I feel like this could have been explained because so much of this movie revolved around like like the rejection of quirks based on like like blood type or like in the totally. also like the cellular regeneration shit too. They could have made it to where little boy comes running up and does his whole like, you know, cellular reconstruction thing on them and only the the cells that are like Bakugos that haven't been impacted by like sure. one for all, right? Are the ones that are like reconstructed. Yeah, totally. And so like when he is put back, it is overwhelmingly like, no, he doesn't have that anymore because mm -hmm. like his body, like those were not regenerated. Those cells were not reproduced. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I mean, he lost a shit ton of blood and stuff too. It's not unrealistic to be like, oh, like it must have exited out of his body. And like when 
when he was when like basically he was given like a self blood transfusion when this little kid was like regenerating him like that shit wasn't in there anymore um and i feel like that would have explained it away and like in a way that made some sense but i just was not a fan of like the it's a christmas miracle (laughs) i know yeah (laughs) and one of the things that made that really really disappointing is the fact that it seems like every single other thing in this universe has a has a rational explanation and this is kind of the first time that they've just been like just fucking who cares and that's like a little that's a bummer he could have just they could have just left out him saying one for all gave them a miracle that's Mm -hmm. all they needed to do to make it better they didn't even have to have an alternative Mm -hmm. they could have just said wow he passed out before the transfer was complete or Mm -hmm. whatever and and it and it stayed in deku that's like sure not the best not the best which is still yeah i would say which is still not the best but like way better than that and like i completely agree with cam it's like i feel bad being too harsh in it and i hate those people who are like well if i wrote this this is how i would do it because i know better like so like i don't want to be one of those people but i think that just like usually the writing and like the plot points in my hero are so tight and well thought out Mm -hmm. that like when Mm -hmm. there is something you're just like oh like why like why was that what you did if if it takes if it takes us fucking 70 weeks to get to something that is negative yeah. <laughs> about totally. the show, I think it's still yeah. fine though. Like I, I like I don't think we're dogpiling on it. Like I'll give them a pass. They've earned it. Yeah. Like I This is your this is your one of your strikes, right? Like Big Sis Mag's one, this is the other one. <laughs> like something I've been having a lot of conversations with people a lot lately uh, i mean like honestly in like regards to like some of the stuff that happens in like final fantasy 14 throughout like some of the expansions like i think sometimes you just have to accept that they're just gonna do a cool thing and they're just gonna say like all right you just kind of have to accept that that's happening and you just kind of have to be fine with it and or you just don't and like that's okay too but like i they just basically like it, it just comes across as hey you know that was tight, right? Cool. Moving on, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I, I, I think that it's important, like, not necessarily important, but I think that it's okay for things sometimes to just be cool for the sake of being cool, and they don't necessarily yep. have to be airtight, you know? It's a fucking yep. TV oh, show. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Like, it's fine. I completely agree. I think that anytime that, like, and so this, I mean, obviously, like, this podcast is framed as, like, this is media criticism, essentially, right? Like, sure. we're talking <laughs> about something and analyzing it. So it's, like, we're going to be a little bit, like, harder on these things and talk about these things. But, like, I do think there is, like, I I like analyzing media. I like... I like const- like looking at things and being like, okay, well, how does this like, mm-hmm. I don't know, affect the like the landscape as as a whole. Like, yeah. and, and, and I like I like thinking that way too. But I know that there's so much backlash, and there are people who there's like this growing tension and this divide between people who are like, okay, but like, why can't we just like fucking like things anymore, right? And you know, at a certain point, like like that's valid. I I get kind of having those feelings. Do I think that like we need to kind of loosen up on this defensiveness that we have to like naturally defend, like to, to say like, Oh, well, like I love this thing. So it's not bad. I think that you can love things and they can still be things that are wrong with them. And I think that like, I love tons of shit that has things that are wrong with it. You know, yeah, bro, I'm a persona fan. Like I get it. Same. Like, That's what I yeah, bring up too. It's totally, like, I fucking love yeah. persona. Oh yeah. It is my problematic fave for sure. <laughs> like, you know, I think that there's like a level of maturity that like yeah. you can develop and that you you can have to where you can say like I fucking love this stuff but like also yeah that's like mad not great. I think it's also like there is also 
an important thing or at least like how I like to approach, you know, like kind of analyzing how I consume things. Like mm-hmm. I like to try and understand what they were going for, like as a creator. Yeah. And I think that that's important too. Like, you know, like, uh, like I think that a lot of the stuff that they were going for here, like, yeah, this ending, like it's not as airtight as the rest of the series, but I think it still kind of works because mm-hmm. what they were going for was just like a really cool thing and like showing the bonds between these two fucking characters and I think that they nailed that, you know. Yeah. It's kind of too it's kind of too hard to pass up, right? Like you couldn't Yeah. I would never be like, well don't do the idea then of them both having the quirk, right? Like yeah, I would no. take this it's a over fuck it. It, Yeah. It was a tight as fuck idea. It was the original ending to the manga. (laughs) Like, if anything, like, knowing that made me happy that they were able to use that somewhere. It was really cool. It, by and large, worked. I think that they just fumbled at the last minute and, like, not even a fumble, but it's, it's one of those things where... I don't think that like there's there's people that are like don't passion hate or whatever. It's just like sh- like f- mute me or block me. I don't give a shit. But like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, I don't think that what we're saying comes even close to it. I think that it's just like that that thing where if something you really like does something that bugs you, it almost hurts more than watching yeah some some mm-hmm. trash anime like um like you know. This is not even close to as bad as most <laughs> anime get all of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's what makes it almost worse, right? Is because it's like, ah, it's this great thing, though. Yeah, I've seen Inuyasha. <laughs> I understand. Dude, I was watching Bleach True. for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Bleach doesn't make any goddamn sense. Jujutsu Kaisen doesn't make any goddamn sense mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> but sometimes it's cool. Yeah, that's what I said. There's so much validity in shit just being cool. And yeah, like you yeah, can, absolutely. And, like, and like turning off your brain and like and, and just like watching things and enjoying things. Like I totally get it. I think what I strive for myself is kind of like a middle ground, right? Where you can admit that you do these things and like and like I don't know, because I feel like there are some people who demonize that. They're just like, oh, like, I don't get how you can watch shit and not think about it critically and not, like, hate this stuff and not want to watch, you know? Like, I don't personally, like, I think that that's kind of extreme. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think, but I think the opposite, and I think being like, no, I'm never going to think about shit critically. It's just a movie. It's just a game. It's just a TV show. Like, I think that's kind of weak bullshit, too. Yeah, it's some some limp dick bullshit. Um, Uh, I I actually don't know what either of you are talking about, because My Hero Academia (laughs) is actually not political at all so yeah you know i i think that there's like a a ground in the middle and that's what i think is the most fun i think that it's cool to interact with media and like understand what it's like what it's saying about like our society and what it's saying about like i don't know it's it's just more interesting and more fun that way but at the same time to cam's point like totally like you can just like there's nothing wrong and it's actually good and healthy to completely suspend that shit and Mm -hmm. be like no but like this was cool like and like i can say like oh yeah like this would have been like really cool though too Mm -hmm. but like it still doesn't change the fact that it's like no like this is what they did Mm -hmm. i accept what they did i think that it's really cool and it made for like a super fucking great on-screen experience but like you know yeah like i still fucking cried (laughs) yeah (laughs) no kidding like we are absolutely far from dogpiling this thing that made all three of us cry like i feel feel this way with fucking marvel movies all the time like whenever i watch like marvel movies i'm not one of those people who like just vehemently hates them nor am i somebody who's like oh they're the best blah 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 yeah i shot on eternals and i watched it and it was fine yeah, yeah, like you know. I'll watch them and be like, oh, like I like that thing that they did there. This thing wasn't that great. Yeah, but, like it's really great. Just like shit 
to watch when you want like when you want that thing you know one mm-hmm. of my favorite like experiences in a movie theater ever was getting invited to a 50 person rented out private screening of Endgame the night that that came out yeah. and like everybody there was just like we're here for this and it was just so fucking incredible and everybody was fucking crying and it was so good <laughs> and like yeah. are those the best movies in the world Fuck no, but they're fun and that's what matters. Mm -hmm. I, and like uh, my last, one of my last things is like, one, we're going to get into a lot of discussions similar to this with attack on Mm -hmm. Titan, where it's Mm -hmm. like authorial intent versus presentation versus people's interpretations of that. Mm -hmm. Um, because I have a lot, a lot of things to say about random things that people have just decided is true about attack on Titan, which makes me fucking angry because they don't know what they're fucking talking about, or they just read some shit that they think uh, is true. And then they'll say it and we'll get into that kind of stuff. And it's, this is why I'm really excited for cam who has no fucking access to anybody talking about attack on Titan to watch this. Um, because recently I had another person, I, I gave somebody like an assignment to empty stomach, watch attack on Titan. And they were like, yeah, so what are people complaining about? And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it is. There, there's like a why, like, I don't know. And we'll get into it. Like when we'll we, get into when it. we talk mm-hmm. about attack on Titan, but like, I'm saying that we will have more discussions like this with attack on Titan, those juicy kind of fucking things. But then the other thing I even like with Marvel movies and stuff like I liked the new Spider-Man movie. I don't think it's going to age half as good as even the bad Spider-Man movies. I don't think so either (laughs) because I'm waiting for this new era of Marvel movies where it's not about who shows up. Sure. (laughs) You know, I am, I'm very excited for when we get, when the, the shock value of X person being in movie is not going to be the entire draw of it. Watching no way home in 2030 is not going to hit even as hard as just the Gwen Stacy scene in Amazing Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. is like a real thing. But the movie slaps though. Yeah, no, like I told Andrew, like he was like, So what did you think of it? Because we always like give each other like 10 minutes or something. We're like walking out of the theater. Yeah. And he's like, What'd you think? And I'm like, it was like really good in the way that like I read fan fiction and I think fan fiction <laughs> is fun. <laughs> you know? Sure. It's like not <laughs> It's the most expensive fan fiction ever made, that yeah, movie. exactly. That sounds about right. Yeah, I haven't seen it, yeah. but that lines up with what I've heard about it. Yeah, it's, like, it's really cool fan fiction. And, like, that's unfortunately how, and, like, I don't know, that probably seems, like, really dismissive. And, like, I'm not saying there's not value in Marvel movies and blah, 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 blah. We don't, we don't have to get into this whole fucking debate. But, like, that's, to me, like, I took that away from it. I was just like, oh, yeah, like, Marvel movies are cool because it's, like, watching, it's a fun fan fiction happen because people are playing with the characters that I like. Yep. <laughs> You know? But anyway, hey, do you want to yeah. hear something really funny? <laughs> this podcast is now longer than the fucking movie. Yep. <laughs> we keep doing that. Other thing I will say about the movie, um, I also am just like not huge on the fact that like because we're at, at the resolution right now that Bakugo doesn't remember any of this happening. That sucks. Yeah. Hey, super weird inclusion. Yeah. yeah. Leave that out and leave the miracle sentence out and then cool. Because it's totally in his personality to be like, I'm never going to talk about this. There's an entire conversation in this movie about how he's really fucking good at keeping secrets. (laughs) Like, yes, maybe the best in the series. (laughs) Yeah, that's 
that's the weird thing, right? Is like there are so many ways that that could have been. Once again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like fucking once again like be like, oh, if I was writing it, this is what. I, but there are so sure. many ways that you could explain this away. You could first of all be like, oh, Bakugo's kind of like embarrassed by like you know reaching out and like having this, and he's still processing and doesn't want to talk about mm-hmm. it. You could make it to where like Bakugo knows, and we know that he knows, but like he doesn't want to talk to Deku about it. You know what I mean? You could even make it to where like Bakugo has a conversation with All Might Mm -hmm. and like doesn't want Deku to know that he knows but like they like there's like that moment where like there's like a bit of closeness and like something that like those two have that like now like like, they have like this kind of weird special bond and this secret between them that's kind of a unique thing like there are just so many ways that you could have gone with it that aren't like Oh, and Bakugo forgot everything. Mm-hmm. What, what a silly Billy. And lore-wise, lore <laughs> what a silly Billy! <laughs> lore-wise, Bakugo can't have definitively had the power. Mm-hmm. Deku cannot have a version of the power that Bakugo gave him, or else, at some point, Deku is going to get Bakugo's quirk. Right? Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, So, definitively, he can't have had it. But like we were saying, like you could have had it recede or go away or like... You know, there are people in that quirk, technically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could have had it where, like, Nana Shimura is just like, nope, we are we are staying with this boy. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not we're not going to go with Bakugo. And like, maybe that's kind of what they were getting at. But it doesn't really it didn't really come across in like the language about it. Just give me three seconds of Nana Shimura saying anything. Yeah. Right. Like at least. You could like visually represent that, but like just the way that they described it as, oh, well, he he for, he forgot, and it was actually it's a miracle. Happy Christmas, everybody! Uh, yeah, All Might literally just says, "Oh, it was bullshit." <laughs> just a really weird resolution, mm-hmm. honestly. Like that's the biggest thing for. I love that movie. I think it's like I think it's my favorite of the three movies. Like I would yeah, say it same is. Here. But like it's just a little bit of stuff at the end where I'm just like I feel like. I feel like y'all could have done something a little bit tighter mm-hmm. with that ending because it's just a little I, weird. If I was watching this by myself, not for the podcast, like having watched this already, I probably would turn the movie off after they do that final smash because I don't That's need fair. to see the, yeah. the ending I, stuff. Yeah, I, I still think that the third one's my favorite, and like we obviously haven't talked, yeah. we haven't talked about it on this show, but like I, I'll probably get into it more once we talk about that because the show's already running a little long. So right. So let's let's get into the end of it. Shigaraki teleports to Nine's location and tells him nothing personal, kid. Just stabs him. Yeah, he Nine Nine got fucking booted off of the like mini island that they were on, even which is hilarious. He's just crawling through these flowers. Also, like all of Nine's body looks like uh, Deku's arms after he broke them, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shigaraki did him a fucking favor. <laughs> yeah, that man was gonna die. Yeah, he's like, I'll take over your dream. Go to sleep, bitch. And he fucking dusts him and that's that. Which I think that also probably would have been a little bit more uh fucked up if I hadn't seen the end of season five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so if the experiment on nine was a trial run for Shigaraki and mm-hmm. what was in nine is a weaker form of all for one. It looks like what Shigaraki hopes to become really is the next all for one himself. And when we finally return to My Hero Academia in season six, um, we'll see how scary that fucking shit really is. Cause that cause this stuff with nine really is like canonically a trial run for Shigaraki. This is before Shigaraki gets put in the tube. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. So 
the students leave for the mainland, but tell Katsuma and Mahiro that they too can be heroes. And Deku says, I'll be waiting for you at UA. I love that. Which I is, love that. it's so, so good. good. And like Bakugo like is weirdly encouraging to them. Yeah, he's like, don't fuck it up, bitch. <laughs> it's like, hey, you called him a moron, but like in a nice way. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, oh, he was yeah, very yeah. nice. And Audrey was like, no, he, he, he just insulted them. And I'm like, yeah, but did he? That's, that's how he's nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, he pushes people to be better by being like, don't forget I'm fucking better than you. Yeah. But he does it like for other people's sake. And this is what people don't understand about Bakugo. He's really smart about how he does it to the kids also, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. He's, he's, he doesn't say you'll never do mm-hmm. it. He just says, he, he just says, don't fuck it up and I'll see you later. Yeah. He's, he's Vegeta. He, he, like, he 100% is. Yeah. There, the last like little tangent I'll go on is like, I recently watched Bleach for a little while um, with my girlfriend and Ichigo is Bakugo. Mm. the main character of bleach just straight up is bakugo and the anime community would fucking i i say this all the time about things of just like the this twitter would tear itself apart if evangelion came out today oh but like God. <laughs> the i cannot i cannot fathom the discourse around ichigo kurosaki and his attitude like him being problematic he's just he's just mm-hmm. kind of mean so many people are like bakugo is an abuser tm and i'm just like I want you to be quiet, please. <laughs> like res- as respectfully as possible, please make sure that we never meet again. <laughs> well, I'm just like I also just get so fucking tired of like abuser and like all of these words being used so loosely anymore. Like mm-hmm. I even saw a yeah. tweet about it today about somebody saying like we need to stop using love bombing in in like a way that is not actually love bombing because that is like an abuse tactic and it's the same thing with like triggering it's the same thing with like uh, i don't gaslighting like all of yeah, these like yeah. terms that we use now so liberally with media um and or like just I don't know. We just we use them a lot to the point where we like drain them of like the severity of the meaning. Twitter is really, really bad at that. It's terrible, yeah. especially. Yeah. yeah, it's it's and it's not good. Like we can we can call out people for being shitty, bad, horrible people and doing like fucked up things and be like, no, this person is a liar. This person is a manipulator. Like we can yeah. use all of these words without jumping to things that have been explicitly like used for like domestic abuse or or like these these like really horrible situations where like people don't have they don't understand why they're feeling a certain way but these are the tactics being used right but yeah. like when we use them and we use them lightheartedly and we it just completely drains them of yeah. meaning and w- like especially like with fucking media we do it all the time and we really got to watch ourselves because we are making like just like I don't know you're diluting it all for one is an abuser endeavor has been an abuser. Bakugo is kind of mean. <laughs> like yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. He is kind of mean. He's just an asshole 14 year old. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It, like, I feel like something that's taken out too when, like, we, we say it's like to be an abuser, you have to be in a position of power. You know what I mean? Where it's like, so like Endeavor. And Bakugo's not. <laughs> no, Bakugo's an asshole kid. Like, he's, yeah. he's a fucking teenager. He's not Endeavor, who was in a position of power over his children and abused his children. And who was, he abused his wife too. Like, like that mm-hmm. is valid saying, like, oh, Endeavor was an abuser. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's a completely valid thing to say. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, it, there's such a 
difference between that dynamic and he is literally the person who he is in a relationship with his wife like and he is he is the father to these children and he there's a dynamic that exists there's a difference between that and like bakugo just being like this shithead kid who will call people in the street extras he's just an asshole he's just a he's just a jerk you know just deeply abrasive personality wise but that doesn't mean they're an abuser exactly and this that has been a very good this has been a very good like coda at the end of our like first chapter of big three of just like talking a little bit about kind of everything that we've talked about yeah um and so you know deku at the end saying like you two can be a hero i'll see you at ua is like so powerful so good it's very good and for you listening, if, no matter if you're going to continue to watch Attack on Titan and listen to us, or if you're going to take a little pause from us and because you're only in it for Green Naruto, we will also still be waiting for you at UA when yeah. you decide to to come back. Aww. Um, Aww. <laughs> That's cute. The plan is to do Attack on Titan. Hopefully, my hero will be back by the time... Um, we are done with Attack on Titan. We're going to go a little bit more breezy through Attack on Titan. We're going to, mm-hmm. the plan is to watch four episodes at a time, no matter what. And I am just going to limit my own notes to what happens because I've been, I've watched the series through about six times now. And I know kind of what's important to note and what mm-hmm. is just like kind of character stuff that I just kind of trust that you guys will bring up, you know? Um, that's just the the practice of, of doing this show that I'm just like, I don't need to do notes on this because Cam is going to say, I love Sasha. Sasha's very good in in Attack on Titan. You know what I mean? I love Sasha. Sasha's very good. Do do I, do I love Sasha? I don't know. Cam, Cam, you love Sasha. Tune in next time on Cam. You did a report on potatoes. You love Sasha. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. I'm I'm Um, interested in whatever the hell this is. Tiny little thing I will add as we talk about Attack on Titan and like saying, oh, if you guys don't want to listen to that and we'll, we'll catch you again with my hero. I do urge you if you are like considering like ah, i don't want to listen to this i don't want to like I, I like i don't know if i want to touch attack on titan attack on titan kind of has like a weird reputation too um mm-hmm. like i will say that like we are going into this and like we even talked about this before we chose attack on titan we are going into this with like the knowledge that like like an understanding that there is like a reputation with Attack on Titan mm-hmm. and like we're going to address everything. So like I just don't want people to be like, oh, they're going to touch this like problematic icky show. Exactly. Like- Let me do a little like mini version of the like written thing that I'm going to do at the beginning of when we cover Attack on Titan. Um, I dance around what it is um, because I don't want to ick people out on it. But like explicitly what the vibe is. And this is almost exclusively a Twitter thing. Mm hmm. There is this reputation of nationalism, Japanese nationalism with Attack on Titan and anti-Semitism with Attack on Titan. Explicitly, provably, none of that is real. (laughs) Um, There is themes used that are also themes torn from real world things that I can see that somebody that is uninitiated, they will pick up on and just decide that this is bad. But there are things used from the real world that are used to tell a story about these things that happened in the real world. And in my opinion, you cannot tell a story about war, about such crazy hardships, about how cruel the world can really be. You cannot tell that story with a smile on your face <laughs> explicitly. That's true. It's, it's like near, right? 
Mm -hmm. where or it's like with demon slayer as a simpler way to put it demon slayer is explicitly a story about hope and perseverance and the bonds with your family but those get challenged because you need to know what it is to be without that to Mm -hmm. appreciate it Mm -hmm. when you have it so the theme of attack on titan is what is the cost of fighting for peace what does it mean to fight for peace what do you have to do to achieve peace what do you do in the face of an enemy that you think is um, limiting peace or freedom? What is the price of freedom for real? And watching Attack on Titan, none of it is like saying, like, <laughs> I don't know. There are there are themes of it. There's there's a part where where um, people wear armbands. And it's and it is, you know, there is a direct Mm -hmm. line to anti-Semitism in World War Two. A lot of people see that and say they think World War Two was good watching Attack on Titan and thinking that it is pro-war is like watching Skate the Infinity and thinking that it's anti-skateboard. It is fucking insane to me that people can take a lot of these things and say and i'm and i'm like fucking pulling out all the stops right now just to give people the like what jess said like if you're squeamish about it let me tell you what i believe to be the truth about this there are a lot of things about the creator of attack on titan that are provably false that people have made up on message boards on fucking 2chan and then mm. places like polygon that have um like a, a freelancer wrote about it that is the one that gets cited the most is that a freelancer wrote about a rumor on 2chan. And it's just like if you source this information. It's, and it's just escalated. But yeah, it comes back to like these really weird places. And like I understand the nationalism thing. I understand how somebody could think that. But again, explicitly, this is a thing about about war that uses the the real world examples of things. And there are examples of characters that are based on japanese war heroes and like no spoilers but those characters do not have a good end to them. <laughs> those ex- those characters explicitly basically like their last words are i was wrong <laughs> they, <die. laughs> you know, like, they basically turn to the camera and say like all of the characters that are used as examples of like hey wait a minute the writer of attack on titan thinks that japan is really cool all of those characters basically have a moment where they turn to the camera and go like, I'm a metaphor for this and why it's wrong. And then they die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like, and I just want people who are who are listening to like, be aware that we're not by by the nature of us covering something. That does not mean that we're dismissing those things or we're just choosing to completely ignore it. And we're just no. gonna, like go into this and be like, yeah. oh, no, Attack on Titan. Cool. Like. We part of the reason that we chose to do this is because of that and because Mm -hmm. and and not to defend it, not to be like, oh, we're going to prove everybody wrong, but because like we can actually talk about it. That's a little bit of what I'm I'm coming at it with. But like at the same time. That's a Nate thing. (laughs) Yeah. But like it's one of those things, though, like where it's. It's not like we're doing this, like, blindly defending it, right? Like, it's, sure. it's not like that sort of thing. I've done so much research on this to make sure that I was clean on this. You guys yeah. have no idea how much I've been looking up stuff, listening to different opinions, reading different articles of people, and this is key, that have read or watched it. <laughs> yeah, just 
I just want people to go in like assured that like at at the very least mm-hmm. Nate has done their research <laughs> and lots of it and like we are going to be approaching it with all of these things in mind we are going to be fair about it if like I for some reason watch this and get deeper in it and I'm like Nate I completely disagree and I think this this is which I don't I, I don't know I don't foresee that happening straight but, up it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah but like, but like I'm saying that I will be completely like we're all gonna be fair and open and honest about yeah, like all no. of this shit if Jess disagrees with the t- with me on attack on titan it doesn't mean the show is gonna be over <laughs> yeah like or that we're gonna stop being friends or whatever like, like i was not worried at all going into this being like yeah. i thought the ending of this movie was bad because like i knew that we would just deal with it and move on because yeah. it is it like there is a there is a line of like when is it okay to say it's just media but in the face of criticism i think that like mm-hmm. i don't know you can't I can't criticize a work to not exist or say that this shouldn't exist because it fucking does exist. So what am I going to say about the things that it says and where do I agree and where do I disagree? Attack on Titan is one of my most favorite. It like Demon Slayer, My Hero and Attack on Titan are my top three, no matter what, all the time. You are big three. and, Mm. And... I don't necessarily love every single second of it, but I think it's so brave to say a lot of the things that it says because so many, so many lesser creators would totally, totally fumble the ball that attack on Titan is playing with. Um, And it's, it's a lot like, it's a lot the same of like near automata or something like that, where it's like a lot of people will, will discredit it based off of this is too celebratory and how, whatever, whatever. My, my main pitch for attack on Titan is if you like the last of us, especially part two, and you don't want the baggage of an interactive media with that attack on Titan is perfect for that Mm. because, Mm. Oh, violence bad. Sure. But you're making me play it. Like, no, like attack on Titan is making you, watch stuff and think about like well hold on why do you think that what they're doing is cool yeah why do you think Mm -hmm. that this is this is cool like explicitly i want to tell you that the the moral of attack on titan is everybody who has ever been in power is a bad person (laughs) it's it's really like it's really like the 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 main takeaway i will say more important than that we're watching Pokemon next time. Yeah! Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to do a silly one. Um Yeah, let's yeah. Cam, Jess, and I I mean fucking Jess's fucking handle is a wild Jess at you. Like yeah. are you I kidding me? I love Pokemon. Yeah. I yeah, love Pokemon. We're, we're so all just a bunch much. of fucking Pokemon nerds. It's fucked up. We all live in a Pokemon world. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do next time. I believe it's still on Netflix, right? Pokemon I choose you. It should be, yeah. So that's what we're gonna be watching next time. But until then, this is sort of our coda on My Hero Academia, our loose intro to Attack on Titan, uh, and just sort of us wrapping up a lot of the feelings involved in criticizing media in general. So that's been it's been really cool. You know, just a casual two hours here yeah, you know so... just a just a biz cash potty um, oh, <laughs> no. right, okay nate, go, nate um, wrap up the show you need to go to bed <laughs> anime good yeah um, all right. so everyone thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the big three next time we will be talking about 
the movie Pokemon I Choose You. Pocket Monsters. If you like this movie or think that we missed something, hit us up at, at the Big 3 MHA on Twitter. Hit us up at the Big 3 MHA, which we're going to keep it MHA, even yeah. though we're not covering MHA, just because I don't want to fucking go back it's and change annoying. all of the shit. Yeah. Um, or you can check out the Discord link in the description where we're, we always be talking about some anime in there, or just talking about how good Jess is. That's true. <laughs> and of we course, check out that. somegoodshows.biz for some more good shows like this one. Our show art is by Zach Russell. You can find their work at at Cavity Crew. Our music is by Julian V. Their work can be found at at Jules VZ. I can be found at at Victory Position on Twitter. I can be found at a wild Chew on Twitter. And I can be found at at The Candyman. And this has been The Big Three. Peace. Peace.